Welcome back. Welcome back to Sip the Telefilms and the Ravens Roundtable. This is the. No, it ain't. It ain't the last one. I don't even know why I was going to fix my mouth to say that. This is just the end of the season one, but it's definitely not the last roundtable. So um, without further ado, we all know we lost to um, the Bungles last night, 24-7. Um, I mean, not 24-7, 24-17. And um, I don't even want to get my thoughts. I just want to get everybody's thoughts and we can talk about it and, and get this session out there and move on to the next step. So I'm going to bring everybody in. We got the whole crew in today. We we fully staffed. Nobody's on IR. Everybody practiced. Everybody's participating. We're going to start with my man, Hendo, right here. What up, Hendo? Not much. What's going on, Coach? Thank you for having me once again. Good, good, good. And, and I do want to say a big forget you to Shug for making my man wear this on, on camera. I, I don't really, you know, Shug, we coming for you. We coming for you. It ain't Shug's fault. It's our fault for losing. It's the same. True, true. We, we should have beat Pittsburgh. I'm just saying. True, true, true. What's Next going up. On, Chris, what up, Chris? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? I'm ready for this therapy session right now. <laughs> That's what it is. That's exactly what it's gonna be. Next up, we got Jose and B. What's what good, up, fellas? What hey, hey. On, it's definitely not the last one. It's definitely not the last one. So, uh, yeah, we we still we still have a whole lot to discuss. Okay, let's see what Brent talking about. What's up, Brent? Oh, because I sent Brent his uh gift, and I was just trying to make sure he got it. He hadn't got it yet. And last okay. but not least. OTR Mike, what up, Mike? What up, people? Let's get it, man. Hey, before I forget, we had a I had a great conversation with Mikey today, and I'm not gonna go into details, but just know when that episode comes out, it's it's gonna be fine. That was pretty dope with what we did today. Yes, in my sir. opinion. Yes, sir. All right, let's 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 get started with the with the game. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do something a little different. Instead of going position by position, we're gonna talk about the game like just have a regular conversation and then we'll start to talk about something else on the back end so we really gonna have two big parts and then we'll go into our, our last part then we'll kind of get up out of there and i'm sure like if say hendo goes something he say or trigger something for somebody else and that's how the conversation gonna go and we're just not gonna do position by position because like i told them earlier i probably get upset again <laughs> i don't know how they feel but I, it was just like hendo said before we started we had hope and to be dashed on us, that that was hurtful. Like that, that that was crazy. But we'll start off with you, Chris. What give me your take on the game? Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was I mean, it it went down, you know, the way it was supposed to go down. Like, you know, make it ugly, make it dirty. You know, they were doing everything they needed to do. Then, you know, Snoop surprised, you know, hitting a few long passes, you know, um, the third and one play to Andrews where they went over the top. Like that was surprising. So I'm like, OK, so they, they're doing a little bit more than the ground, the ground game. And um, it was working. It was working until that, you know, that third down play at the two. And, you know, we know what happened. But uh yeah, it just I don't know, man. It's it's basically what we've been talking about this whole year at the end of our shows. When we almost every show we've done at the end when we talk about coaching, this is what reared this ugly head in. And at this point, it's like as Ravens fans, even people that are Ravens fans like B, like we're not even surprised by it anymore. 
Like we come to expect some kind of incompetence at a critical point. And it's not even the players' fault. I think the players played their asses off. Was it a perfect game? No, you're never going to have a perfect game. But I thought the players played their asses off. Unfortunately, you know, they were coaching, did not, you know, did not raise to the, the occasion again. And I, I think, I think, um, Giro had one of his best called games, I think. But it's still that the same niche that kills him killed him last night. Situation. What you think about it, Hendo? Um, Contrary to what you just said, Coach, I'm not going to say he called one of his best games because I was on your stream last night and you were constantly yelling, saying, why are you running to the short side of the field? True. A True. lot of – He didn't say it was good. He said it was one of his best. <laughs> 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 also, there were a lot of broken plays that the players themselves kind of got us out of um, mm-hmm. out, out of harm's way. Uh, the J.K., he ducked out a few times, even the, the pass that went over Huntley's head. But just overall, um, Chris said it best. This has to do mostly on coaching. For everybody that's like, Harbaugh is this top five coach. Giro, why do you want to fire him? This is exactly why. This is the third postseason out of four years. I'm not going to even include Harbaugh's pass that we got away from what works for us. They couldn't stop the run game. J.K. running them over, what, 13 rushes, 62 yards. Gus bowing them down. Even Justice Hill came in and was finding creases to get into. We get into the red zone. We go one for four. Um, we don't run J.K. or Gus in any of those situations. We try right. a fullback pass in a flat as a play. Like, I don't understand why Greg Roman decides at the most critical times that he wants to try and, and think he can outsmart everyone else. Um and for John Harbaugh to sit there and, and let this play out year in and year out. It's just like there has to be some time where Harbaugh says, listen, we've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Don't do this again. Like, get your stuff together. Line up and heavy, whatever you're going to do, and run Gus. Right. We'll put J.K. in because the one the one that we did get, J.K. was in on that, in on that play. And he vented his frustrations after the game. Um, as far as the Tyler Huntley play, <clears throat> Some people put it on Tyler Huntley. Some people put it on Greg Roman. I put it on Greg Roman for putting him in that position. He's just trying to make a play to win the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I do give Huntley a, a slither of the credit because, once again, with his team, but he follows, you know, uh, effort, energy, and knowledge follows leadership. And for Huntley not to know that he was a yard shy of the goal line because he's standing there looking around like I, like I crossed the plane. Bro, you wasn't even close. For him not to know that, that's a reflection of his leadership. We shouldn't been, we shouldn't been doing a, a from, the sneak from the two yard line, from the two yard line. I'm not a big fan of it, but hey, line line Pat Ricard up and have him run it in, at the least. Um, I just think that at the worst times, and like I said all year long, I'm not worried about regular season success, regular season production. I'm worried about what we do in the playoffs. Now, mm-hmm. I am not the biggest Isaiah Likely fan. Where was he at on that last drive? Where was he at? Uh, the for whole the game. quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know he what I'm saying? He was on the field listen, for the most part. And listen, you can say that about multiple players. Multiple players. players. Right. Yeah. The, the, one, the actual guys that make plays and get open, they take them out of the game. Um, 
JK makes a play, gets some yards. He sits down for nine plays. Mm-hmm. You bring him back a quarter later. Like, it's just that I'm sick and tired of seeing the same thing over and over from this coach's staff. But I heard, I could be wrong, there's a reason that uh, your boy didn't give his press conference today because he might be stepping down. Nah, he, they, they didn't. Ha- he, his press conference wasn't scheduled today. All they, they had was a somebody, team Really? Because somebody said he was supposed to speak to the media, and he didn't. Nah, to my had, All they yeah. had was a team meeting. Oh. Okay. Was a team meeting and they opened the locker room up to reporters while they I guess while the guys clean their their lockers out. Okay. Normally, cool. normally when it's over with, they have an end of the year thing and it'd be him and and uh DaCosta. Well, that's the state of the Ravens. That comes later. That comes later on. But you just had to kill my joy, huh? You couldn't give me 24 hours of happiness. Saying, you, 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 get my hopes <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't even give me 24 hours. You couldn't even let me leave. I didn't want to do you like the Ravens, did you? you Got your hopes up, me. then shot you down. But at least I'd have been happy for 24 hours. My bad, dog. My bad. That's, that's me. That's me. That's I take. I, I, I take you. that. I I'm gonna take accountability. Unlike somebody else, I did that. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. <laughs> but I'm just. I'm just glad now that a lot of people are finally starting to see the ineptitude of uh, John Harbaugh and his staff. Uh, before we move on, I'm gonna get this uh, super chat. Henry Vaughn donated ten. I appreciate it. He says I've been a Raven fan my whole life, but if Lamar leave, I leave. I'm disappointed on how they are handling this. Uh, complain about him being hurt and but put everything on his back. That's 100% right. 100% right. Um, leaking stuff and all the other, what I call, what I would consider bad business is not good, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I just dropped, got another. Let me see. Uh, Marco G got dropped five. He said that fumble from the three kept me up last night. I'm still hurting. Glad JK went off post game and also glad the players had LJ's back post game. That's that was good too. Um, with Clowny Watkins, you know, I really hmm. wanted to, and I ain't boo him as much as I wanted to because I kept forgetting yeah, I got into the game a little bit. But I, I, he definitely got about three or four boos out, out of me last night. Did he say something out there? Did he come out and say yesterday he was joking? You know, he's yeah. being sarcastic, trying to change. I was, up, play, I was playing, man. I was playing. Them he said that jokes. Yeah. Oh. I thought he was playing initially too. When he's just like, yeah, have him go out there on passing plays and take him out on run plays. I was like, oh, this, this, this guy be, this guy be a troll. He can't, he, he, be, not, he can't, be. he can't be serious about that. Yeah, he took it and ran with it, and he, and he ain't said nothing about it till today. Yeah, All right. he like, he liked the attention. <laughs> Jose, no, I mean everything. Chris and, and Handle the same, man. Like, it's, it's disappointing. Yes, uh, I had, I had the Bengals winning big, but you know when, when we took the lead at halftime, you know, gave me hope, right? And and, and it, it gave me flashbacks of of. Uh, when we beat the the Patriots uh, in our Super Bowl run, that was my fa- that's, that's I tell everybody all the time. That's my favorite win in that whole playoff <laughs> series was when we because we didn't just beat the Patriots, man. We, like we we beat the will out of them, mm-hmm. right? And it was starting to look like that type of game where we're just taking their will, like we're just beating them up, we're imposing our will, like we're being physical with them, and. I thought if we were going to score right there at the goal line, that would have been a backbreaker, and I would have loved to win that way. Yeah. But look, man, this is what happens when one team has talent, the other team does not, or is lacking talent. Uh, you know, especially on offense, um, the other team can have an ugly game and find a way to win. The team that's lacking on talent has to play perfect because near perfect gets you almost a win, not the win. Yep. So, um, look, man, I mean. The only thing we can look at right now is is if if eight is going to stay, if Harbaugh is going to leave, and more importantly, um, 
you know, Giro, you know, or, or they, you know, not even Giro. Should I say, I should say, are they going to change the philosophy if, if Lamar stays that that's, that's the, the main thing, but yeah, man, like, you know, JK, not, not there, not getting any touches at the, at the, at the uh, in the red zone. Like he said, uh, Isaiah likely nowhere to be found really in that second half. Right. Uh, we passed up on getting actual talent. Right, are bringing any help because they're telling us these are the guys. These are the guys that are going to that are going to help us out. Yeah, she says that's a fire shirt, Hendo. I see. <laughs> uh, but but these are the guys that that were going to that were going to uh, help us out. Right, a lot of pressure put on Isaiah Likely. Uh, a lot of pressure put in his run game. I mean, a couple of weeks ago it was, hey, how come Gus Edwards only got three carries? I don't know. You know, um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this press conference so somebody can ask what, what happened with J.K. Dobbins. I want to hear, I want to hear his response. I don't want. Yeah, I, I, it better not be. Yeah, I wish we'd have gotten involved more. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Like they don't have any answers for these mistakes going on with this team. It's it's it's, it's a complete joke. So there has to be some shakeup there, man. I I, I expect Giro to be gone. I don't, I'm not sure that'll fix the problem. Like. Harbaugh ultimately has to go, but I expect Giro to be gone because at this point, man, he clearly does not know what he's doing out there. Facts. Um, and a good thing about it is we don't we don't have to actually fire him. So that's I don't the like that. thing about it. I don't like we, that. We don't actually have to fire him. I don't like that. I want him to be fired. Not 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 renew his contract. Miss, fire miss, him. Miss that time frame. Give him a one day contract. As as of <laughs> I think as of yesterday or whenever the the paperwork lay, he's done. And when the season's over. Now the thing is, is hopefully they don't re up him. That's that's don't go back to the plug. What if they but what if they <laughs> do coach? Change plugs. Don't don't go back to that same plug you've been getting that dope from. <laughs> what if what if they resign him next week? Then uh, <laughs> I, I will not be doing this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. All right, uh B, what'd you think? Uh I thought this game showed well, first off, you know, I've, I'm, I've been pretty hard on Tyler Huntley. I don't think he's a very good quarterback or a good backup, but he played really well uh, yesterday, I thought. Um, I mean, obviously, like Chris said, he, he makes mistakes. He's not a perfect player or anything, but he played really hard. He made plays when he could uh, outside of just, you know, sticking the ball straight up in the air. Um, I thought I thought he, he had a had a really good night. Um, and, you know, I thought that the, also Owe, I thought always showed up and, and made some plays when they when they really needed him to, uh, so that was that was encouraging to see. Uh, but other than that, I would say that this game showed exactly what the problem with the Ravens is. Like you guys already said, they're a poorly coached team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't actually believe in the philosophy that they say they believe in. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not defense and run game because when it comes down to it, they don't run the ball. With their, with their with their running backs, they just don't do it. You know, I mean, congrats to them for finally getting uh, running backs more than ten carries in a playoff game. But you know, it, it took four years to do it you know, because they don't really believe that. They're too scared to stick to that philosophy when it when you know when it's winning time, mm-hmm. right? You know, you always want to go somewhere else. You always want to out you know, like I said, outsmart somebody when you can't really do that because you're not the smartest guy on the field. Uh, you know, and 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 also you know you have an organization. That doesn't trust young players, uh, doesn't want to put young players in in those high pressure situations, but also says, "Give me twelve draft picks every year," <laughs> and I, so I'm not sure how any of that works. So you, you know, you have any, you have a core of extremely young players 
you know, first and second year players. And then you're relying on Justin Houston and Calais Campbell in their late thirties to, to go out there and be the guys who make the plays for you because you won't put younger guys in those spots. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it was, it, it showed the, the problems in Baltimore, why this regime can't really get it done. Um, you know, you're, you're just, everything is at odds with, with everything else. You know, it doesn't, their philosophy doesn't really make any sense. Um, I thought the team played as, as well and as hard as they could, but it's just not a talented enough group to, to overcome the mistakes and the, and the poor coaching and everything. Um, so yeah, like, like everybody said, you know, we'll have to see what, what comes next for him. Cool. I'm going to drop Marco again. He says, um, Chris said it last week, Roma can't work with multiple targets. Andrews played and likely went MIA. Even some gatekeepers now say they want Harbs gone. <laughs> yeah, I think the main – Ooh, I was about to get in trouble for saying that. You should have just said it. Ooh. The main DE has finally turned the corner <clears throat> and, and won't change. And I ain't going to say who the main DE is. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how you feel about the game? <laughs> that, that the one that uh, he uh, they 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 did they cut off his uh, his key card? <laughs> he lost his credentials. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Car's not working. <laughs> oh man, look. Um, I mean everything y'all said, man. They they. The team played hard. I, I said last week that I, I felt that they had a shot in this game, just off of the sense that it was a division game. No matter who was playing, when it's divisional foes, like, I mean, you know, you can't. I said on Hendo's show, I remember when Pittsburgh had won like 10, 11 straight, and we sent RG3 in there, and we were in the game, almost won the game. So, um, you know, I, I felt they had a chance. I, I liked the way they, they looked the week before defensively and they brought that this they brought that last night that defense was still um they was out there striking um i said that they would have to pay play a perfect game and and they did for three and a half quarters right it, it just went down to of course the the goal line the lunge from the three-yard line or whatever we want to call it um and it's I mean, ultimately, coaching. I, I, I saw Chris. You know, I was checking out Chris's Twitter throughout the game, <laughs> and you know, he said it for me. Like, yo, run the ball. Like, why? Who they wanted to br- blame Huntley, and everybody's doing that. Oh, that's Huntley's fault. Huntley, da da da. And I get it, right? But Huntley does what he's told to do. He ran the play that was called in. So whoever called that play, we know who called the play. But why you call that play at that moment is the issue I have. I have with it. Like run the ball, and I was excited. I, I was happy that that J.K. did what he did and said what he said after the game. It's about time that um, the word that we've been using is accountability. It's about time that somebody called them out, the coaches out about the lack thereof of accountability. So, um. It was tough, right? I, I went into it with a grain of salt. You know, I, like I said, I thought they would be in it. I never thought they would get blown out. We haven't seen that at all this year. Um, but they played well, man. And and like you guys said, the players were out there playing with what they had. Uh, coaches let them down. 
I mean, yep. down to the play calls, down to uh, the Mark Andrews handoff. Uh, like, like they didn't know what was coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the draw play right before on that last drive, uh, like whatever they call it. I don't even know if it was a draw, but handing off to Justice Hill right there, which ended up being a penalty, and it, it was just it. Coaching was bad, and like you said, we've been saying it, you know, all season mm-hmm. long, basically. Um, even down to the clock management, Harb's not burning the timeout. I mean, we had like 58 seconds, right? Uh, you know, Roman not calling in two more than one play at a time to where the point where they, they had to huddle twice on that drive. Like, it was just those type of things where it was just like, this is what's going, this is what's going to let it down. So um, it's time. Like I said, you know, like all of you guys are saying, it's time, man. Like I'm not, I'm not the biggest Harbs hater, as I said on this show before, but 15 years in one place is a long time, mm-hmm. and it's about that time we get a new voice, um, and this this team goes in a new direction. It's just run its course, and it yep. happens, right? Andy Reid was in Philly for how long, right? And and they went to how many straight uh, NFC Championship games, and it still ran its course there. So it's just that time that we get a new voice. Roman got to go. Hard's back or not, Roman got to be gone. He yep. has to be. And if they re-sign him, like you said, Hendo, then that just only tells me that Lamar is gone mm-hmm. for sure. It's looking that way anyway, but but that would just solidify that for me. If they, if but they who, who would be in, right? Like who, <laughs> who else can do anything with that system? players. I don't know. I don't know, but. We it's it's time for a change, man. And and like I said, kudos to the players. They they ball they they played their asses off. They played their asses off. Yeah, I did want to say one other thing too, Coach. Uh what? I thought that it was it was it was pretty perfect. Uh that you know, Coach Harbaugh and and EDC and all of them, you know, they, they, they liked their guys and they wanted to let the young guys cook and the game ended with the ball just fluttering mm, down mm. to 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 the receiver who supposedly has the greatest hands who has the greatest hands of all time <laughs> who, who's never dropped a pass <laughs> in his life and it just it is slipping right between them. <laughs> That's how he tried to catch it. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was beautiful. First of all, you know, it was poetic. First of all, Brian, he short on it. I watched the play like 12 times. He didn't even extend. He kind of sh- kind of alligator on it and was he, like, no. He didn't look like he wanted to be out there at any point uh, during the game to me. Like, you know, when he was returning those punts, he was jogging and going straight to the sideline. But I yeah. thought I thought he would have given it all. To catch that, that do you that, know that tip and been the hero in Baltimore? Do you know yeah. that one catch would have erased the whole season for him? Yeah, he would have been he would have been David Tyree. <laughs> yeah. that, that one catch would have erased and was, everything. And it wasn't it wasn't even for a win. All the yeah. prochet truthers would have yo know, they would have came you know they would have dust dusted off dusted off their, their channel three hoodies because I was, I was the only they, one brave enough to wear wear mine. <laughs> <laughs> I said that I said that to Jose after the game. I'm like, yo, he could have changed his whole narrative in this town if he had caught that ball. One and on this show, like we would have all had to we would have had to give him hey man, we gotta give it up to to Proche if he'd have caught that ball. Tariq would have been back in our in our chat. If that if Proche catches that ball, I would have still been running around. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> but coach, but coach, we gotta let the boys cook. All they need is the opportunity. Oh, oh, I, I see you, Isle Horace. Isle Horace, who who's Proche's former roommate, uh, trying to say I have Faith Channel Three. You don't even support your boy. Get out of here. You've been quiet about about Channel Three all year. I don't want to hear from you until he po- he got a post with a um, Channel Three hoodie. No, because uh, you you got one. He I have one. He ain't. I have yeah. one. He yeah. He ain't got one. Like I, I'm pretty sure all hoodies outsell those. Like ain't none of them pro shape fans <laughs> logging on that site and buying nothing. It's I go, it's a nice hoodie. It's it's Man, nice. You know, I got yeah. some LBHT on right now. I hate it for him because I I'm really a, a a fan of the kid, his energy and whatnot. Yeah, but I I just hate it for. For yep. him, man. He nope. No coach. No, no, coach. I, no you can't. I, I can feel the way I feel no, no, about no, no, it. No, no, I mean, I, no, no. You can hate the situation, but why do you hate it for him? Because he had every opportunity to prove No, because I that's what I was trying to say. Because I, I, I think as far as a a, a, a good dude, yes. he's that. Yeah, he's, yes. a, he's a good dude, he's a great teammate, and I wish yeah. more success for him. But me that's wishing me, me wishing exactly me wishing success on him has nothing to do with his ability to beat. Sammy Watkins out and get on the field to beat um uh what's the one hand man name? Um oh, that hold the ball with the D Rock. That don't have nothing to do with beating those guys out to get on the field because it ain't like there was great receivers in front of him to to beat out for time. Right. He said Prochet came in for one play. Why did Prochet come in for one play? He played more than one uh, play. No, no, even if he played that one play, when you have more penalties than you have catches, why do I want you on the field? Well, so if it's one play, what did he do with the play? He had a chance to catch it. <laughs> he only nah, need nah, to make nah, one play. That that I don't think he. I don't think I don't think like I don't agree with y'all. I don't think he had a chance. I don't think he could have caught it. I know he touched. I know he touched. I know he touched it. He had extended his arms. Exactly. He didn't extend his arms. He alligator armed it and hit it with his fingers. <laughs> if he just put his arms out, he could have caught that ball. <laughs> like, I, 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 coach, I get what you're saying, right? Like, you're 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 thinking rationally right because because trying to you, you, you're not you're you're not saying he he's he's a d hop out there yeah, you're not no. saying he's one of those players Mm-mm. but people like our horace have been saying since the offseason that he is that type of player right so mm-hmm. when he when, when he comes in here and makes excuses when you're saying he's a he's a poor man's a b when he, he he's the best hands on the team, well, that's what that's what you that's what you're expected to do if you're that level of player. We're saying he's not, so we didn't have that expectation. I mean, we wish we could have done it. Like we said, it would have been nice, but but you guys, you know, the the Proche truthers out there had that expectation, right? And when we say he's not that guy, and you come to our channel and and, and you want to get us get on us about it, yes, that's why I rocked the Channel Three hoodie because I've shown more support. Than you guys have. You talk. You talk that that talk, right? But you're not really supporting that guy like that. You don't really believe in that guy like that. Hmm. You know, and this is why. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna add you because I don't want it to get into a, a straight back and forth about that. So, not trying to be a dick, but I'm just I'm just I'm gonna keep it with the six that we got. So I don't want you to think it's a like a why F. You ain't gonna add you, but. I'm just, you're not trying to be a dick. He's no. Nah, I mean, he said there. he's no, nah, but not he never been that to me though. He ain't never been that to me. So that's why, you know, if he want to go back and forth, mm-hmm. go to Twitter or, or jump in one of y'all streams, I'm just, I'm, I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah. 
Because he ain't never, like I said, he ain't never did it to me. So I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't just lump it all in there. Not to say what goes on that way, but, you know, y'all know what it is. We get it, yeah, yeah. Um, Three plays I want, I want to ask you guys about. Three mm-hmm. plays. And we already talked about one of them. The um, handing them all off to Mark in the backfield. What, what, what was that? The second play <laughs> is the tight end screen to Mark. What was that? <laughs> And then the, the, I had a third one. I lost my my, my third play. Um, what was the third play? What was the third play? <laughs> was, it, was it the was it the Ricard, Ricard play? Ricard? Was that was that, was was that a play where Ricard like they, it was a shotgun, and they handed out to Ricard? Did, did, did I see that? No, they handed out to Mark. It was Mark. Yeah. yeah. I could sworn I could have sworn there was one to Ricard too. No, they handed the ball off to Mark. Oh, well. <laughs> those three plays. And you know, Hendo mentioned it earlier when I said it was one of the better call games. And when, sitting there thinking about some of the stuff, it, it it was not Hendo. I guess I was so <laughs> I was so happy to see him do more outside zone because we couldn't do anything with Reader. Yeah. It, Reader was basically baptizing Linda Bond. <laughs> and it, it, it was it was nuts. But what do I think about those two plays? And, and I ain't really I don't think the, the the screen was bad to Mark, but Mark don't have no uh uh-uh. uh. Let that be um likely likely. Let that be likely. Mm-hmm. But what y'all think about those plays? Uh, would have been great for Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Facts would have been really cool to hand it to one of your running backs. <laughs> Even so, Even I'm just so. listen. I'm just happy we executed the screen. A couple. We had a couple. A couple of them. Yeah. Because for years we we just couldn't get it right. But once again, trying to be the smartest man in the room, you on a third and one, fourth and one, run your tight end that has yeah. really he has really no burst. Yeah. And he took the wrong he he took the wrong hole though. He, did. he took the wrong hole. He tried to bounce it outside for some reason. But either even still, like who didn't know what was happening right there? Who did <laughs> not know? Like we've ran that play. Uh, is something similar to it? How many times this year? Um, it, and it went the same couple. way. It's been, yeah. Yeah, it's been a few times. Uh, let me, so let we me know who we see back there. You know we going to it. <laughs> let me add a third play to it. I just remembered. We we have this little fake screen draw that we run, and it's been fairly successful. Every mm-hmm. time we've ran it, Ricard has been the fullback and led on the draw. This time we had Likely there to lead on the draw, and we all know Likely ain't a in line blocker. That was the third play. So what that's that's what like y'all saying him trying to throw a wrinkle in there that that we didn't need trying to get cute for no reason likely is not going to take a linebacker on head on and open up a hole for a running back forty two will yeah. that, that were two situations where forty two would getting the ball or doing something would have been great and I wouldn't say a word but he take him out yeah like Hendo said he could have got the ball at the goal line that would that would have been a reasonable play and then on that draw. Cause likely just went in that kind of patty cake. He didn't want that smoke. I, I would have rather have seen any of that <laughs> over the play that they called. It, you know, it, it was like, like you said, I, I get your point, Coach. Like he didn't call a bad game, a bad game, right? But it's just those few moments where he got cute and he got away from what was working. Like it seemed like you know he he started. Giro seemed like one of those coaches where he's doing. What they need to do. All right, man. We just running at you. We're gonna we're gonna run it at you. We're gonna we we coming head up. 
right? And then he sees success in it, and then he's like, oh, you know what? It's working. Let me try this. Let me dial up some shit that I, I, I have no business dialing up. Instead of sticking to the game plan, just flat out running the ball. And mm-hmm. Instead of getting cute, like, no one's falling for your cute plays. Your cute plays aren't like Kansas City's cute plays. Your cute right. play, plays <laughs> aren't like Philly's cute plays, right? Like, everybody knows what you're doing with your cute plays. It's only so many options out there that you can get a ball to. So he just got away in, in, in be albeit the moments were crucial, Mm-hmm. But they were uh, just a few moments where he just got away from the game plan instead of sticking to it. And if he would have done that, it possibly would have been a, a different outcome. Yeah. But those few moments, he get cute, and that that just takes us out of whatever we got going on. Crazy thing is, is when when you when you get to the playoffs, you kind of take what you've done and trying to you trying to put a thing or two in there that that's new. Mm-hmm. He didn't put anything new in there. He just took people in different positions and put them in different positions. Right. And still ran the same stuff. Right. Which was crazy to me. My, the thing is, if you do football all day, every day, you should be better at this. Mm-hmm. If, if that's your, if that, like that's all you got, mm-hmm. not say the execution going to be perfect because it's not, but if football is all you got all day, every day, it, we should see a better product. Cause it's like it, it'd be different. It's like you run the same. Like Mike sent me a, a um a playbook, a Romans playbook for San Francisco. It's a lot of that same stuff being ran yesterday. Like exactly like it is in that book from mm-hmm. ten years ago or twelve years ago. I have all of this, and and that's crazy. Like to evolve, you should have your base stuff, understandable. But evolve at some point, evolve and, and adapt. But he just all he did was put different people in different spots. Still run the same play. Especially only thing he did different that I liked was uh, the outside zone stuff. Go ahead, Chris. And especially with as long as he's been in here, like you want to see progression. Like you mm-hmm. get the first year, like you got that base stuff, like you said, and but you want to see it progress. And there's never been that progression. I mean, they had the you know the COVID season. All right, that was the excuse. Last year they had injuries. That was the excuse. This year I know some of the role. You know, there's still Roman supporters that are like, well, look at the wide receivers. And it's like, well, damn. He, I mean, you know, he got a running back. He got a running backs. He got a good offensive line. That's what he does, right? He runs the ball. Mm-hmm. At the, the thing is, we, we talk about receivers. Say, say we had three decent receivers. Say we had Bateman and two two guys equal to Bateman's skill set. Mm-hmm. We still would be having these issues because they wouldn't, wouldn't be on the field. It's all situational. They wouldn't be on the so. field. I don't think so, Coach. So you we, get, we still have two and three tight ends because he his pass he don't have pass concepts for three Ds and receivers. It doesn't make a difference because after after a certain point in time, if you have three capable competent wide receivers and we get to a seventeen game season and our lead receiver has six hundred yards, somebody's going to get fired. Now he doesn't have an excuse. The excuse now is look at the wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. See, we put we built we built excuses in for Harbaugh for Greg Roman. So when something goes wrong, we can say ah. Look at that right there. This is why it didn't work. If we, and that's why when people always say, "Don't give him talented players because he's not going to use them," it's going to hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. You bring a DeAndre Hopkins in here and let him end the season with 400 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting fired. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So when the, the difference talent- is, Hopkins makes that catch that Prochet can't make. Facts. And Hopkins ain't going to finish the season with 400 yards and two touchdowns unless he played four games. <laughs> like you know, great, great, great Roman can't stop talented players from doing things that talented players do. 
Uh, but like you said, it's a, it's a it's a built-in excuse for hey, I mean, I called a bad game, our, our third or backup quarterback fumbled the ball. What could we have done? I don't know. You could have traded for a wide receiver instead of Roquan Smith, and then you wouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. Or drafted George Pickens. Or drafted George Pickens. Or drafted <laughs> T. Higgins. Or drafted Jahan Dotson. Or traded up for Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. Or traded for Stephon Diggs, Diggs. Or traded for Tyreek Hill. Or traded um, for you know AJ Brown, any right. number, any number of things you could have done. Are you still talking about Prochet? Who yo? I uh, are you still talking about him? Are you talking about like, get off my sack or something? <laughs> yo, you still we've been off there for five minutes. <laughs> well, the, so, the, I, I just, the only person on Prochet's sack is you, my man. Like nobody thinks he can play but you. I just got a question though. I, I just yeah, and this is this 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 is this is a serious question for afterwards. Like what what's the plan? What should be the plan for Proche going forward? In your yeah, opinion, that's a, that's a good question. Like, what what do you what do you use? Don't, what do you want to see? Him a serious question, like he's no, a no. I, I mean, I I want I want to <laughs> know what he sees. What's his expectations for Proche? They'll tell you. Everybody up here tell you I'm one of the biggest Proche homers. It is facts. And, and that's about, how this show about, that's about how game this started. 10, about 10 or 11 or 12. I'm like, ah, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> that's how this show started. Mike. Maybe I was wrong. Sure, yeah. as a matter of fact, it sure did. It sure did. It's it's how, did. That's how it started. It sure did. But my so, thing over, is over pro <laughs> because, because the thing was, when he got his opportunity, like y'all begged him to get, he dropped the ball many times. Mm-hmm. Mr. Shaw had the receiver, had an opportunity, and he proved he wasn't ready for the moment. So they stopped putting him on the field. But now you want to make excuses saying, oh, the ball wasn't intended for him. You get paid to make football plays. The ball hit him in his hands. And he's supposed to be so sure-handed because y'all love to talk about what he did in college. Oh, he caught everything around him, the contested catches. But now when he's in the pros, it's built-in excuses once again why he didn't get certain things done or he didn't get playing time. We have the worst wide receiver room in the NFL. And you're telling me there are dudes on his team he can't beat out? So apparently he must not be that talented. I hate to even go in on 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 him like that, man. I got nothing against ah, Prochet. I love Prochet. Like that's my. You job. know what I'm saying? I got nothing I got, against him, but he's you not know? that talented. Yeah, like especially when like some of y'all just be making these comparisons to like real talented wide receivers, man. It's just like, man, go just go watch some of these other games. Just go just go look at how some of these wide receivers play and tell me that's what we have over here. All right, okay. and it's deeper than Prochet, man. Like you know, Tylen Wallace. There's some people that are like, hey, Tylen Wallace is enough. Duvernay is enough. Like, okay. nah, man. Yes, we were, enough. we were clowning Demarcus, and yes, he made a very good play. But you, he, he's wide Robinson, open. Mm-hmm. He no, he no, he, the, the route he ran, he made a very good play. And yes, we were clowning him, and we're gonna clown him tomorrow. He made a good play yep. against Eli Apple. Yes, congratulations to him. He still ain't shit. Facts. That is. I just, that is. Like, why would why would we not clown Demarcus Robinson? I don't understand. Like I, what, I, I clown Demarcus. I, I clown Demarcus more than I do. Pro what kind of, kind of dumbass yeah. point are you even trying to make, man? Like he want to hear himself talk. He trying he to get on somebody, the show. He wants somebody to respond to him. He said. He said, "Coach, send the link." <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, we all are giving our opinions, just like yeah. you're giving your opinion. I don't know why you feel like your opinion is more right than anybody else's. All right. Yeah, he, he's right. entitled. It's all good. Yeah, everybody's entitled. Right. No, people, listen, yo, I get it. And I get it. And like I said, I have my opinion, but I don't think that I'm right about everything that I think. I'm not gonna sit there and tell you, "Hey, Mike, you wrong about that." What's your? I tell you, I tell you what, Hendo. I tell you what. This is this is the, in defense of Iowa Horace. Be scared. Right. 
if you if you if you made the Ravens team, if you made the Ravens team today, I'm gonna go out there and tell everybody you the best wide receiver on the team. All right, because we boys. All right, that's his boy. They 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 tight like that. They they used to be roommates back in SMU, right? Isn't that where? They, yeah, yeah, they're roommates at SMU. That's that's what he said. So I mean, he's sticking up Bro, for his. I people. don't give a fuck if that's his brother. I don't care. He sucks. <laughs> That motherfucker sucks. <laughs> like enough with the got, bullshit. Like you got he sucks. <laughs> like yeah. like nah, enough. Like turn on the film. Show me where the, he's busting everybody's ass, lining up one on one, busting people's ass. He's not doing it in the pros. You could yeah. like him all you want. I love Tylen Wallace. He's not doing shit in the pros. Yeah. But guess what? That motherfucker's not good right now in the NFL. Simple as that. Move on. Do your do your shit on the other side. We talking about something else right now. All right. Thanks. Next all up. Right. Let's Thanks. move on. Kyle Hamilton. Hendo. Uh, Hendo. I, 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 tuned, I tuned in last night. I, I, I tuned in last night. This is officially. I, I sure did. I, I tuned in last night. And um, when I tuned in, you were, I think you were giving your players of the game when I when I got to it. And yeah. you gave Kyle, Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton some um Kyle Hamilton some props. Play, play so I would like for you to elaborate on this channel. At the on this channel, which oh, about how Ham, Kyle, Kyle Hamilton's play. He was the defensive player of the game for me. I want to say co him and Owe. So I'm going to give Owe his props too. He was out there flying around, bull rushing. He was doing his thing. But Kyle Hamilton, would he have nine tackles, uh, forced fumble from a recovery? Kyle Hamilton was doing his thing. I can't take nothing from him. Defensive play of the game for me. And he didn't finish it with a little bit of shade. You know how Hendo do. He played well. Yeah, he played. He played. You can't say nothing bad about his play. Yeah, that's, that's why I didn't say nothing. I was waiting yeah. for Hendo to just add that <laughs> little cherry on top. Yeah, right. Hendo wow. give you props to be like. I mean, but it was against such and such stuff. No, well, now, I, 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 I have a question though. Now listen, I will. I will say, oh, he did play against. The third string off his line. Oh, I'm sorry to say that though. Kyle <laughs> Hamilton, let, let, I got nothing bad to say. Let me ask y'all though. Like, does always play last night, uh, and 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 his rookie year? Because I thought he had a good rookie season. Like, do do you feel good about him going into next year? Like, coach, I know I know you said that you felt like you know part of his issue this year is that he bulked up too much. Right, mm-hmm. uh, he gets a little leaner, um, gets a little bit more sound with his technique. Do you feel? good about Oway moving forward? Um, Like, somebody asked me yesterday, would you consider Oway a bust? And I told him if this was horse, he'd have to be you. <laughs> he'd have to be you. Right, right. Um, I think next year is going to – I think he's played at a, played at a certain weight and had um, been able to move and have some, a little bit of success, and now he's bulked up into his quote-unquote grown man body, and he hasn't had much success. So this offseason, he needs to find that happy medium where he can still move and be twitchy like he was, but still have the strength to, like, bull rush the crap like he did uh, that guard last night. Because he, he was bull rushing the crap out of the, what, the, the backup guard that took uh, Kappa's place. He, he was going yeah. to work on him. So yeah. I, I I just think this he just needs to find that happy medium as far as strength and athleticism so he can get back on the same page. That he was coming out, you know, his he was projected because um potential wise, him and Ojabo could be dangerous. Potential yeah. wise, potential yes. wise, yeah. not they ain't did nothing, you know, in front of us yet. You know, they still paper champs, so to speak. But I can see the potential of having him on one side and Ojabo on another side, and them boys eat. I, I yeah. can see that, but they got to figure it out. Okay, and I, right. I think with that, like. 
he can't be the like you can't go into the next year depending on him to be the main dude yeah, in my opinion. Like you know, I'm I'm a fan of his. I, I think you know the the arrows pointing up, you know, but I think we can't you can't do it like that. It just seems like that's the way the Ravens do things, where it's like you know what he's gonna we can count on him next year. Like he'll be that dude next year, and. I don't think they should do that. I think they should still add a dude or bring the you know the veterans back because I would love to see Justin Houston come back. But um, you, what you hope is he takes that next step, like like Coach was saying. But um, I, I'm I mean I'm I was encouraged by last night. You know when they needed him, you know in a big time game he came through and he even did it against their starter. You know he did it against Jonah Williams where he pushed Jonah Williams back right into Joe Burrow's lap. So. Um, you know, it's pointing up, but hopefully he could he could build off of it because there were too many almost plays from him, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, almost yeah. just is doesn't cut it. And I want I wanted to give him props when he did that to Jonah, but um, NBC put up a stat right after that. I'm like, oh, I see why not. Jonah Williams just gave up the most sacks for this season, mm-hmm. right? Well, right. <laughs> so well, we, play, we we play him twice next year. So yeah. That's, that's <laughs> No, but I agree. I was I, I was going to say the same thing, Chris. Like he he's a guy that has to be a part of a rotation. You could tell you could tell he's that type of guy. Like when you don't have any expectation for him, like he makes a play and he and you start to see the flashes out of him. Like even I I seen in the chat where they saying he's not as fast as they say he was, but it was impressive for him to run from one side of the field to to tackle Barrow. Like mm-hmm. and and I mean that I thought that was impressive to show his speed, his sideline to sideline speed right there. Um, but yeah, I, he he can't be he can't be the guy right. Definitely not right now. But if he's in the rotation, um, you know, a solid rotation. Hopefully Ojabo and and you know Bowser, mm-hmm. um, and and you know like you said, if my man JPP come back, you know. Shout out to Big Reg and, <laughs> and Justin Houston and them, and you know he can be within that that rotation. I, I think I think he'll be solid. Yeah, let me let me address this right there. A lot of people don't know. Hold on, we'll come back to it. What are my thoughts on Lamar? I was pretty disappointed he didn't travel. Simply put, hurt people don't travel. Yeah, uh, keep it going. That's what a lot of people don't know. They kept asking he should have been there. hurt. People don't travel. But if you see yeah. Lamar on the sideline, it's home games. Yeah, especially man, especially not to cut you off, coach, but you know, it's been well documented that he's still experiencing some some swelling, and you don't want to be flying if you got any swelling or anything going on. So you yeah, develop I, blood clots. Yeah, like yeah, like it, my I, my my ankle is. I think I got um. I, they told me what I got, but it's it's like former arthritis, and it flared up right before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it was I was manageable, but when I flew home, when I got home. But right. I, I needed needed tears. I was I could barely move. Mm-hmm. Flying don't help. All that pressure in the cabin and all that that don't that don't help with swelling. Right. So just just everybody leave, let that die. That's a narrative that people trying to um, mm-hmm. and it's just for they don't know. That's all. They just don't know. They don't know. Like hurt people generally don't travel. Generally they don't I, travel. I think I think a lot of people on that side they they want it to be something. Like mm-hmm. the people bringing yeah. it up, they they want it to be an issue. Oh, he got to be out there, you know, to cheer cheer his teammates on, and they, they want to put 50, that 50. Some it. don't know, and some want to push push the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like I think that person that asked in the chat genuinely wanted to know, but mm-hmm. I I see other people pushing that narrative, and we know yeah. what part of the fan base that doesn't shower that is. 
that wants to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of uh, Ladania Tomlinson. Remember, he got hurt in the playoffs, and it was a whole big story that he was standing on the sidelines wearing a coat. Like it was cold, <laughs> and he just had the coat on. Right. And, 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 that was, and then that became him not being a leader, not being a good teammate and all this stuff because he is standing on the sidelines wearing a coat. Right. Mm-hmm. right. right. So it's, it's the same kind of thing. And keeping it real made a good point. He said, you know, Tua didn't travel with this team. Nobody said they said a word right. about it. Exactly. Right. Hey, have you have y'all ever seen a a team well, well like um beat reporters track the number of practices that a quarterback has missed? It was really weird how everybody all of a sudden, all at once, oh man, that's 38 days he's been out. Mm -hmm. He missed 16 straight practices. Like, what? Never seen nobody practicing right now any damn way. Like, come on. Hey, Tyler, what is it? Tyler Cunningham? Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, Not threaten me with a good time. I don't got oh, man. <laughs> if 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 that's if that's the case, please let it happen on Wednesday. I said it <laughs> Wednesday morning. I, I'm just saying. I don't. Man. I don't. I, don't, I don't want to do down. it in the street tomorrow. <laughs> I think. I think he's step. I think he's stepping down. I've been saying that. I think. Yeah. I think he steps down. Justin uh, Anderson called it. It's time, man. It's, 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 oh, she time. said that today. No, nope, well, she, she said saying, somebody all, all yeah, off season. She said tenured coach. one of the one of the longest tenured oh, coaches yeah, yeah. is going to step down. And Belichick already said he's coming back. So <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Not me." It's between Harbaugh and Tomlin. So who yeah. is the um, appreciate you, Daryl, for joining in? Uh, you missed a whole great season. You missed a great season, but just make sure you stay here. We we gonna keep this thing rolling. Appreciate you for coming yes, uh, yeah. through your first time. Mm-hmm. Um, who are the longest tenured guys? Harbaugh, Belichick, and Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. Yep. Tom ain't going nowhere. I can't. We don't think. We don't think. The way he finished, I don't think he's going nowhere. But listen, the the fans over there don't appreciate him. No, I can see that. The organization, the organization does. They love him. Mm -hmm. They do. I think. I think he's in one of those situations. It was the same thing when um, uh, what's his name was coaching uh, Cincinnati? Uh, Marvin Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a year where he was ready to go, and Cincinnati gave him more money to stay. Right, because I mean, yes, they 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 choked a lot in the playoffs, but they're they making the playoffs every year, right? And I think it's the same thing with with uh, the Steelers. You know, you won a Super Bowl with him; he's been to another Super Bowl, and you don't have losing records with him. Even if he says, "I'm kind of tired of this whole thing," I want I want to just chill for a little bit. They will talk him into staying. Right, like I, I, yeah. I think the thing that works against Tomlin is you know. They waiting for him to have a losing season. It'll be one losing season, and then it'll trump everything that he's done in the past. And you've heard it. You that narrative was 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 floating around the last two years when it seemed like it was close that he he would have a losing season. That it was, oh, he's he's not as great as he's supposed to be, or he's not the greatest coach as they say he is, or whatever. So they put it on him. But he got one thing working against him that I'll let y'all take a wild guess on what that is. Um, but I, but for the most part, I think that he'll, you know, he should be secure. I, I think it's hard. At first, I thought it maybe Belichick, but I, if he's saying that he's coming back, then, but I, I think Harbs, I think Harbs gonna step down. I think Harbs gonna go to Sean Payton route. He gonna get a cushy TV job for a year, and then you'll hear his name floating around as a hot commodity the year following. 
maybe. Or maybe it'll be like Jim, and he tries <laughs> desperately to get back in, only to find out nobody actually wants him. <laughs> He's enthusiastically going back to Michigan. Right. <laughs> right. Him and his cages. Him and his cages. Um, let's talk about this 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 all season plan. That's that's the that's the second topic we got. Um where would you like this other than Harbaugh, because we already kind of transitioned into not wanting him around and hoping he leave and whatnot. Personnel-wise, because we know we don't like the coaches. Personnel-wise, what would you like to see happen? Um, Jose? I would love to see Byron Leftwich be our next head coach. <laughs> I, I think Byron Leftwich, because uh, he's worked with um, Bruce Arians for so long, um, as a you know, as a player being coached by him and just on his coaching staff, has developed some good relationships with some with some you know, good coaches like a good coaches. In fact, I I think unless Arians wants to come back, I could see Arians you know, um, helping out in like an assistant role or consultant role or something like that uh, to make sure Leftwich really uh, you know gets off the ground. Well, but I would love to see Byron Leftwich here coaching Lamar. I think some special things could happen for for years to come if we if we make that move. Chris, um, this is just coaching, or yeah, we, or, start, uh, we, we, we start with coaching and then work our way to players. I think coaching, we all got our theories, so let's just hear your theories coaching wise. Coaching, I would like to bring somebody in from the um, from the Eagles Street coaching tree. Um, somebody I, I I brought up I think a few weeks ago on here. Um, the Kiwi coach, and, right? Yeah, from the Eagles, uh, Brian Johnson. Uh, he has uh, experience being an offensive coordinator and calling plays. He was at Florida. He was at Houston. Uh, he was Dak's, yeah, Dak's quarterback coach at Mississippi State. Um, you know, helped bring along uh, Jalen Hurts, who's, you know, having mm-hmm. a crazy year. And, and I just like that philosophy of – I because when I want them to get a, a, you know, a bona fide, you know, number one wide receiver – it's not to just, you know, become, you know, the, the Rams, uh, you know, back in the day where they just throwing the ball all around. I still would like to be a running team. And I think the Eagles have that best balance where it's like you can put a heavy emphasis on a running game, but that doesn't mean that your passing game has to be garbage, right. you know. And, and I think getting from that tree, I, I feel like that would benefit the Ravens the most as far as what the Ravens, philosophically have always wanted to do which is run the ball but also be able to take the passing game to the next level and is this a any dream scenario we want mm, yeah all right then sean mcveigh so if he decides <laughs> that he's leaving the rams I would he, said love. Back, he, he said he's coming he back, he man. back. Man, it's okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry so then uh my second choice would probably I know that a lot of people want to go the offensive route for a head coach, but Brian Flores, what he did down there in Miami with that team holding them together after a one and eight start. Like, I think we need that leadership. I think he brings discipline. And that is something that this team has sorely been missing since Harbaugh has been the head coach. Um, He's a winner. So I'll take Brian Flores any day of the week. Suge, you can kick rocks. (laughs) Hey, hey, real quick, real quick. Let me get to that. that, Let me get to, um, to um crochet boyfriend that's um, hilariously <laughs> stupid yeah because uh, you, you still read the comments 
I, I didn't. No, I didn't realize coach, that was up there. Coach, Go ahead. coach put it up. No, I didn't realize. I just was reading. I I wasn't seeing where they was from. I just was reading and clicking. That's, That's a whole different regime. That was Andy Reid's regime. This is a whole different regime, <laughs> and this is not a special teams coach. This is a John has- a Nick Sirianni guy. <laughs> like, like, come on, what are you talking about? Like, what is this dude talking Stupid, about, man? Yo. Uh, Mike. Wasn't Doug, wasn't Doug Peterson under Andy Reid? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. I know what. Uh, didn't, didn't he win a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Peterson, so, yeah, recently. Yeah. Philly, so, yeah, okay. So he so he came from the same place as John Harbaugh too, who also won a Super Bowl. Joe said, "Stop talking tough like, on the internet." Hey, I, <laughs> I, I, hey, I don't talk tough on the internet. I, I, live, I live in New York. If you around here, we could we could meet up anytime you want. I don't talk tough on the internet. Trust me. I, I always about to say, "Meet me in Temecula." <laughs> y'all don't remember. Y'all don't remember that. Y'all don't remember that. that, that, that joint. My, my thing is, and, and, and Will Will really bust me out because that's why I was going with it. And it's different. I would take D'Amico Ryan and and. I know everybody say we want an offensive guy, but hear me out. I take D'Amico Ryan's, and actually, hopefully, he would bring somebody under Shanahan with him. Like maybe oh, bring okay. like a. I probably mm-hmm. won't bring the OC because that's a lateral move, but maybe he get somebody and bring like whoever is the next guy under the OC that knows the offense. You don't and want can that run guy. It like that. You that, don't. That, that guy. Who is that guy? Win. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't stand in the land for what happened to, to Tyrod. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like he's him. he's the uh, he's the assistant head coach and I think running backs coach in San Francisco right now. No, get the old line coach then. <laughs> Whoever the old line. Uh, I, I, I believe I believe the old line coach, if correct me if I'm wrong, Jose, that's the one who was uh, doing coke in the uh, Dolphins. Oh, just Dolphins. Oh, it's, 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 just, it's just Kyle over there. Mike, knows how to party. Who, who, who you think, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I need an offensive guy, man. Give me anybody. Give me anybody. Well, okay, I'll say this. As head coach, mm-hmm. I would like an offensive guy, but um, you know, I, I still believe in people like the enemy and and something like you know somebody like that. So I, I agree with Chris too. So one of those two situations, Eagles, uh, KC, you know, I, I I need I need something from those trees. Um, mm-hmm. Now, offensive coordinator wise, I'll take anybody on Kansas City staff. Right, we we just hiring an offense. Let's say let's say Harv stays another year, but we need an offensive coordinator. He needs to pick somebody from Kansas City staff. I don't care who it is, just one of the offensive guys. Um, but head coach wise, man, this is this is what I would like to see from the head coach position. I really don't have a a, a choice or a name, but it just has to be a different. Person, somebody from outside of at this point, I'll take anybody now, like because it's just like <laughs> anybody with a different voice. I, I would love to see that because we we haven't seen it here in a long time, right? So somebody outside of the building, somebody that's going to bring a different voice, a different philosophy. I'll take that. I, I'll let y'all choose who that is, but it's just got to be outside of this building. Uh, and that's what we've seen. Petrino was his um, coaching. Okay. And- in college, and he is he can be OC. OC at um, he just got hired as OC at Texas A&M. Go ahead, Chris. Bobby Petrino's never getting an NFL job. Oh, no, 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 the way he quit, nah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say to what Mike said, that's when they had the most like you know, they that's when they had the most continuity on offense is when they brought someone in from the outside, mm-hmm. yeah. when they brought Kubiak, Kubiak in, and that Kubiak. wasn't that wasn't yep. a, a Harbaugh uh, hire. 
Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. they need. True, true. B, this is kind of you know because you're in competition. You because you <laughs> you trying to get a you trying to get a new coach. So I ain't know if you want to tap in on this one or not. Yeah, yeah, no, there, there are a lot of great candidates out there right now. There, there no, really Nick. There really no. are. Um, uh, so, but if I'm if I'm trying to be realistic with Baltimore or somewhat realistic with Baltimore, Ken's going to Carolina. I mean, he's not, but I, I wish. But that's, uh, that's what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If if I'm if I'm picking for Baltimore, and we're trying to make John Harbaugh feel okay walking away, you know, usher John on out, I'm picking Jim Caldwell, uh, mm. who who did a did a very good job with the Colts and the Lions. Uh, who's known as a as a QB guru? Who who you know he he took Peyton Manning to another level, took Matt Stafford, you know he he had him playing the best of his career, um, and you know in this scenario, hopefully we're keeping Lamar, and and having him grow actually grow under Jim Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Which is not what happens with Brady. Speaking Roman. of Lamar, you go ahead, B. I'm, I'm gonna look for some while out while you finish. Uh, outside of Caldwell. I mean, if we're not talking about, like Mike said, anybody from the outside. Uh, Ken Dorsey's my my favorite uh, of the current candidates just because of the work he did with Cam Newton and Josh Allen. Um, but I, I do also like the the OC out of Detroit in, in Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, who apparently is the front runner to get the Panthers job is what, is what I'm hearing now. Uh, but I think he did a, a great job. You know, bringing Jared Goff back from the the brink of irrelevance and, and being out of the league to having a pretty solid season for 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 the Lions. You know, they started off really poorly, but they turned things around, and and that offense got got red hot. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I'm not a real big fan of, of defensive minded head coaches. Just I think they they they're generally too conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like Hendo said, Brian Flores is the the best of that group. Uh, and 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 he's a guy who's shown it already. Right. Hey, I take Flores too, but yeah. I, I, somebody sent me this, and I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, it was supposed to be from Bashadi. It says, and I couldn't I couldn't find it before we started, and I, but my time was running out too. It says, uh, so Bashadi is determined to hold on to his franchise quarterback. It makes life easier for everyone. And this this is a quote, but I, I haven't I haven't found it yet. It says, without a quarterback, you believe in life sucks as an NFL owner. And as a fan base, uh, Bashadi said, uh, we appreciate him. All I know is that his teammates love him. The front office loves him. So, so it's like, you just keep doing you Lamar and we'll make it work. Now, somebody sent this to me. I don't know if it's true. I couldn't find it on Twitter or, or anything. So have you guys even seen this? The only thing I heard close to that was what Ian Rappaport reported is that, is that the Ravens uh, are planning to, Either get him signed or or have him play out the year on the franchise tag, but they're they're not really looking to to trade him. Mm-hmm. But but that's I mean that, that that's all I heard. And what I did see today also was that currently, I mean, obviously there's a lot of moves to be made and, and everything. Uh, players are going to be leaving, guys can get restructured, whatever. But currently, they can't even afford to franchise him under the under the cap. Uh, they have about forty one million right now, and it's forty five for the mm-hmm. for the franchise tag. The Cowboys kicking them is three extra points. Oh my god! <laughs> but that means they're scoring three touchdowns, though. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, they yeah, they're kicking butt. They're kicking butt. They're kicking butt. Brady's looking right. horrible. Let's talk about um personnel wise. What would you like to see? Other, obviously, other than Lamar come back. Other than Lamar, so so Lamar we just assume back. Lamar staying for now. Yes. Okay. 
I, uh, me personally, I just need, I need a revamped receiver room. That's I, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, what you mean they got crochet? You gonna talk tough again? <laughs> Talking tough on the internet. <laughs> leave, leave, leave my dog. I'm out of I want you guys to Google "Meet Me in Temecula" and read that story. Read that story uh, on, on somebody who, who on on Twitter, early days of Twitter, uh, wanted to fight somebody over snotty, Kobe. Snotty dripping. Snotty dripping. Yeah, and Snotty <laughs> said, "Well, meet me in Temecula and let's throw down." And that dude went all the way to Temecula, Arizona on Christmas. Yes. Wow. To fight, it, it, fight somebody who wasn't something there. Something happened like this. this. They used to have this this podcast here in Florida called the Big Three Roll Up, and mm-hmm. the Big Three was Florida State, Miami, and Florida. And so the guys they had a back and forth or whatever, and dude like dropped his addy. Shit, like three hours later, dude showed up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was recorded and it, it went down. And you know, the dude that showed up. It didn't end well, uh, well for him, but it happened. That's that's, that's, that's kind of the story, except there was nobody there. Nobody there. <laughs> what do they uh, What do they call that podcast now with uh, the current state of the hurricanes? Um, they call <laughs> it um, the roll up or something like that. And then uh-huh. each each person down? has their their own like. There's three guys, it, and it's new. It's only only one original guys left. But there's three guys, and they ha- they come together and do a, like a big three, but they call it something else. And then yeah. each one of them has their own separate about their school. I think um, Florida <laughs> Stadium and Gale, I forget what um, Miami's and um, Florida State's is, but mm. they it's Sorry. it's cool. It's I just I can't. There's a dude the, the Florida dude reminds me of Zim, and so I can't take it. Zim for the, the Bengals, Zim. Bengals. And yeah, I can, and so I can't take him what he how he does what he does, but. It was cool for a minute, but uh, personnel wise, I said receiver room. Um, uh, Hendo, you go. What you, what you think, personnel wise? What's your change? Receiver room, <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> listen, we need listen. I know people are gonna say I'm wrong about this, but we need a better offensive line. Were they serviceable? Most definitely. Did they do better than we expected? They sure did. Mm-hmm. But as far as a dominating offensive line goes, we could do better. I think and, what you're gonna see, offensive line wise, you're gonna see Falele take that right spot. Good. And then Cleveland take that left spot because Powers is probably gone. He's he's a free agent. Good. He looks horrible. But he but according to Joe D, he got the award for best O line this year. Well, this year, no. Powers has been playing out his mind this year. He's been playing a lot better than we thought he has. But when the stakes were the highest yesterday, yeah. I was about to say, our franchise left tackle was getting smacked up too. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it just wasn't. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just him. Yeah, it wasn't just him. Zeigler had problems. Too. Yeah, Zeigler. Yeah, yeah. That damn holding at the end of the game. But Ben Ben has played, you know, he's probably that. been the most. Consistent. Stable, consistent. Oh, yeah, and consistent mm-hmm. one there that we that that we've had. I don't think he. I think you said this too one time, Coach. I don't think he's missed a game. I don't think so. I think he's the only one that's been there the entire season. Yeah. I, re- I remember when we first started, we were like his best attribute is his availability. Availability, yeah, yeah. that was his yeah. best attribute. Yeah, yeah. And once once he won a job, I'm cool with him staying there unless he got hurt because those guys need continuity. They need to learn each other, learn each other in and outs. So, you know, even though I'm a big Cleveland fan, big being Cleveland fan, I, once Powers won a job, I ain't want him to mess with the rotation. 
Yeah. I don't want to mess with the rotation at all. Um, Mike, what would you like to see personnel-wise? You already know that wide receiver room got <laughs> to change. That that has to has to change, and they and they need a not just bringing in new faces, but they got to bring in like they they need a splash there. Whether it's I mean, they're saying D Hop is available, they should have been calling two weeks ago if that's mm-hmm. the case. So they need a splash a splash uh, acquisition like that and draft. A wide receiver, like we we gotta we gotta fix that room, no question. Do you oh, think we're gonna get D Hop? I'm sorry, you think we're gonna get D Hop? Because I think his cap hit for next year is like 23 and then 36 mil or something like that. Don't yeah, matter. I don't know. It, it don't matter. It don't matter for other teams, but it do for us. It, so <laughs> I mean, if if you know you know, in our fantasy world, and Harbaugh's gone, and uh, the next coach that comes in says, "Hey, we we're, we're changing up the system a little bit." You can, I mean, you can work the numbers, man. Like, like mm-hmm. the, the numbers can get worked out. Um, but we can, we can, we can get D Hop under, under, yeah. And but it depends say, on a new coach if, if he wants D Hop or or yeah. go, you know, some somewhere else with it. Typically, when you move those guys, they want to rework the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can make it friendly for at least two years. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna have to get Lamar done too to do anything. I, my so, thing is with with D Hop. I think he's at a point in his career where he want to win. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, not just take a, a shit contract, but he worked with some folks. Because yeah, I yeah. think somebody said he had a no trade contract, which I a clause, which I do think he does have a no trade clause. So he can kind of pick who you know they want to go to or whatnot. Oh, and one mm-hmm. one more thing, people was talking about using a uh, getting Clint um, Kingsbury for OC. Clint has bought a one way ticket to Thailand. <laughs> yes, man. And told people he's not interested. He ain't working. He I'm getting paid. If you see his girl, he's never coming back. <laughs> Matter of fact, that's the like the the thing the tweet I saw it was of her. They were saying, Miss, we know uh, he's not in a hurry to come back because Miss Kingsbury or whoever I don't know if he married or not, but yeah. she was over there with him. So yeah, yeah it's I, listen. I'm getting paid to to do nothing. nothing. Yeah, okay. I ain't coming back. Nothing. I'm about to do then. So there's only there's only one winner on that team. That's me. <laughs> Jose personnel wise. I mean, we all gonna say wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously. Um yeah, I mean D how obviously that that's the move we should have made to begin with. Um but if not, you have to get creative with how we get talent on this team. Mm-hmm. Whether it's via trade, you know, there'll be D how ain't, ain't gonna be the only wide receiver out there that's gonna be available. Uh there'll be some other ones and we have to act on it. Or if we see some guy in, in the draft that we like and we have to move up a little bit, then we have to be aggressive and move up. Like we have mm-hmm. to do what it takes to get like some short talent. Mm-hmm. This year we don't have the capital like like talking about it. No, no. Like we should have did this year. <clears throat> True. Yeah, you know, no, I, I agree. I agree. So I mean they're gonna have to get creative with it, but they have to find a way. It doesn't have to be another I mean, it doesn't have to be a great wide receiver necessarily. It could be two you know, really good, solid wide receivers to kind the of fill out payment. that. Yeah, yeah, pair of Bateman, exactly. Um, o line is is another one. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think we have to we got to bring in some more guys. I mean, we got to see what Falele turns into, <clears throat> but we can't we can't rely on potential, right? So we got to we have to show up that O line, and honestly, um, I would say I, I would say get one more. It's not, this is in the high priority, but I say running back. 
right? Stop bringing in these guys for one year to to come in and 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 you know uh, fill out the the running back room. Get you another good running back that you like, and it can be J.K. and that person. Because I don't think Gus is going to stay here much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so J.K. and another good running back, and those, that can be your one-two punch, and give them carries. Right. So yeah. That's it. That's it for me. I, uh, I lead, you see my a, T-shirt. Defund the defense. Leave the defense alone. Don't put any more money into the defense. We'll say we need a corner and somebody that can roam the slot. But as long <laughs> if Chuck stays, they're gonna leave Kyle there because they can do mm-hmm. so much with him. Now, now his the 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 downside to leaving <laughs> Kyle there is you get one of those quick, uh, twitchy slot receivers gonna eat his lunch. The good side about it is you can do a bunch of different things with Kyle roaming, running that that slot corner situation. I think we call it the the big nickel. But uh, and and Batty should have still been here. Somebody just put it in there. Batty mm-hmm. should have. Sure. Like that that lit taste of clip we got from that boy look explosive. Right, now, coach. Hey, talking about uh, uh Kyle in the slot, I think that stands out more in the red zone, right? When they put him in the slot in the red zone, he gets eaten. You look at it, look at the snap sheet. He played played down there the whole game. Yeah, no, I'm saying like I can I can live with with that exploit as long as they're making that 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 change in the red zone mm-hmm. i think don't put him in that situation in the red zone you know in between the 20s oh you're talking about not... covering the, the yes smaller... oh okay 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 yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 other than that yeah i mean I, I, don't, I don't have any real problems with how they're they're running the defense but this is this is why we i didn't want them to invest so much in the defense because here we are we put all this money in the defense and we could easily say next year justin houston may not come back Right, Calais Campbell may not come back, JPP may not come back, and these are like big factors on our defense. Mm-hmm. Do we have to replace them? You know, we already talking about Marcus Peters is going to be gone. You know, we got to replace him. You have to constantly replenish the defense, and it costs money, right? And that's where your, where your money gets tied up. And we have needs on the offense, yeah. so yeah. I, I think next year is going to have to be a year where we'll have to do do more with less. Yeah, brilliantly just putting it out to my he done with Peters, man. I was Hendo saw me, I was so frustrated with Peters, man. Hmm. That. <laughs> I, that cat and I, and I respect his game. I respect his mentality, but he was he was doing too much. Yeah. As the kids say, he doing, doing too much. Too much. <laughs> I like Peters, man. I would like to see Peters back, obviously on a on a friendly uh, deal, a friendly deal. But I would like to see him back just just because of the mindset. And I and I don't think he was ever one hundred percent healthy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he he, I, I like that he got in their face a little bit, you know what I mean, and let them know like, man, we here. We don't care. We heard we hear y'all talking that y'all y'all this and that. We here. So I I appreciate the tone that he sets and 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 the tone he puts over that locker room. We just don't have we that's another issue that we had in this organization. Like we we kind of pushed all of those type of players out. Oh, yep. You know, once Ray and them left, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, we we want we want choir boys, right? You know, and and uh we it, it hasn't been the same since we got rid of those type of players. You know, Bernard Pilot, those guys who are willing to speak up and and, and question coaching mm-hmm. and cut question the whole, the coaches and keep them accountable. And I think Peters is that guy. So I would like to see him see him back on a friend on a team friendly deal, but Thanks. you know, who who knows how that will work out. Because if they don't resign him or bring him back, what are they gonna do now? Go get two more corners? How many corners are we going to draft, pick up in free agency before we say enough is enough? We got Pepe and Jay Long oh. Davis. Oh. They just need opportunity. 
Oh, like the wide receivers? <laughs> yeah. We tr- we trust our guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you think? Uh, I, I'll say first, you know, in regards to Marcus Peters, like once you start saying on a team friendly deal, it means you know he ain't worth it. That guy ain't worth it, and, and just just move on. Uh, but like like Jose is saying, you don't you don't get anything. You don't get any draft picks. You don't get any free agent signs. It's got to be Williams, and it's got to be Armour Davis. You drafted them in the fourth round. They have to go out there and play. And if they're going to get better, they've got to play to do it. You got to put Brandon Stevens back out there. And you know what? We got a new coaching staff. Maybe some guys will actually develop, right? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> give me, give me, give me Peters over Brandon Stevens. <laughs> what, what about take, Peters over Worley? Yes, I, I take him over Worley too. And that's I like the Worley. that's the problem though, right? Like we sit here saying, man, Peters ain't that guy. But who's better? No, I'll, I'll take I'll take those young guys with a new defensive coordinator and a new mm-hmm. secondary coach. Over trotting Peters back out there again, you we know got, exactly what you're going to get with Peters. We got a new DC. I mean, no, but a new new DC. In our scenario, we have a new DC <laughs> who, who who's not who's not John Harbaugh's nephew. Um, but to answer the question, obviously, it's wide receiver, and it's got to be to the point where you know Rashad Bateman is essentially essentially the only one back. I mean, I know. Devin Duvernay is, is the, the special teams guy. He can be the fifth receiver. He can't be on the field. You got to bring in a whole crew of wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you need you need to nah, – no, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle trash. No, I'm just saying I forgot I forgot he was even on the team. He got hurt. So, um, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. pretty though, right? I'm um, not sure. I think he signed a one-year. Yeah, yeah. one-year deal. Is he a free agent? I believe so. Okay. I think he signed a one-year deal. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I mean um, – no, no. Uh, but yeah, you go out and you get a, a a true number one receiver, whether that's DeAndre Hopkins or whether you talk somebody else into into trading their guy, and then you know you sign somebody in free agency that you know can play, and we're talking about drafting somebody as well, uh, and you have to you don't have to overhaul the old line, but you got to do some work there because yeah, they were serviceable, but they're a better run blocking line than a pass blocking line, and we're about to be throwing the ball. Yeah. I agree. Facts, facts, facts. Um, and I, I say I forgot about Fuller. I don't know how well he'll perform in that spot, but he's <laughs> you know, coach, he's there the same he's way he there. did in Denver. See, I don't know too much about him in Denver. I Not good. Not I didn't know um, one of the worst. <laughs> Not good at all. <laughs> so okay, saying that, well, why? Why was he valuable to us? Why would we? Because go get y'all because... are lazy. <laughs> <laughs> the scouting department, you mean? Uh, well, I, I, no, I would say your 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 GM, <coughs> excuse me, is lazy, and they just they go for names, they go for old names. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I remember that guy from six years ago. I played him that one time. He 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 played pretty well. Let's go get him. I mean, why why was Sammy Watkins back? Mm-hmm. I mean, you witnessed that firsthand and brought him back. Yeah. Why was Deshaun Watson or uh, Deshaun Jackson here? Yeah. For what? Because you know he can't play anymore. Andy Isabella. Why? Is, why the hell is Andy Isabella anywhere? I do like full no He just can't play. Yeah, sure he's a nice just, guy. It's, he played. He played in Chicago. Now he was balling. It's, in Chicago. Just consensus is the wide receiver room, and I think that's the main thing holding. Yeah. Back. I think that hold that's holding everything. But I think that would unlock with the new uh, OC. That would unlock eight. 
And as much as we love uh, Lamar and what he did in his MVP year, mm-hmm. I think if you bring a guy in here that treats him like a quarterback and not a runner, let his, let his legs be the extra, the icing, and not be mm-hmm. in the game playing, you would see the offense go crazy. I don't, not saying he throw for five thousand yards and forty touchdowns, but we score a whole lot of points. But because we score up. early and often, and then we put pressure on people to try to do stuff that they're not accustomed to doing. Yeah. And we can get turnovers and and stuff like that. Because if we get leads, and this is what happened in 2019, I'm not saying we should go back to that, but we would get leads and then put pressure on people to do stuff that they weren't comfortable with doing, and we mm-hmm. just put our foot on their neck. And that's why Lamar ended up sitting out four or five fourth quarters that yeah. year. Because yeah. we get those leads, then they do something <laughs> that wasn't in their game plan, and then we get back on. And he still led the league in touchdown passes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Now, I think I, – my bad. My bad, yeah. B. Um, I think an important thing, too, is for them to operate as if they can't count on Bateman. Like, I think yeah. that's an important yeah. thing. Like, you can't operate and be like, oh, yeah, we got Bateman. Yeah. You have to operate like we cannot count on him to stay healthy. And if he does, cool. Like, that's the cherry on top. And this is not writing him off or anything like that. This is just, you know, insurance for your insurance, like my man Kerry says. He says you, you always got to have the backup plan. Mm-hmm. And And I feel like if you have him, like, look at what the Eagles did. Like, they had they had uh, Smith, and they didn't just rely on, all right, we got Smith. We drafted him high in the first round. Like, that's it. No, they brought in another dude who can elevate and bring mm-hmm. bring up Bateman's level. I mean, not Bateman. Bring Brown's level to, I mean, Smith's Smith. level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring him to another level. And I feel like if they do that with Bateman, I mean, it, you know, sky's the limit it could be, in my opinion. Oh, you mean bring bring Queen to play up to the, the next level? Yeah, that see, that's on the other side of the ball. See, they <laughs> okay. do it on that side of the ball. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but gotcha. just yeah. not on. This I can side see that. I can see that happening to or what should happen because if, if I'm a receiver and they bring in this guy, <clears throat> if I'm supposed to be the guy and they bring in another the guy, I'm gonna step my game up. I'm gonna step yeah. my game up and, and yeah. at least at least attempt to try to you know compete and be on his level. So it ain't just him and one and I'm the two. I want to be one A and one B. I'd rather yeah, than, right. than anything. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll and see that's that. an interesting point, too. Oh, my bad, B. Go ahead. You can oh, try no, to get you go, go, No, go, go, go ahead. Nah, I, I was just going to say in that to, to Chris's <laughs> point, the interesting thing, <laughs> the interesting <laughs> thing about that is we don't ever, we don't hear the, the gatekeeper say anything about Bateman being injured two years in a row. Mm-hmm. It's always Lamar. He injured. He's hurt. Yeah. But you. But they love. Oh, we got Bateman. Bateman is our number one. But no one never talks about him not being reliable. So you one hundred percent correct, uh, uh, Chris. He he should be looked at as at this point. He should be looked at as a third option, mm-hmm. right? You know. And and if he is here, and and he's and he's healthy, then like you said, that's that's icing on the cake. That's perfect because he should be able to eat with somebody on the other side taking that, taking the attention away from him. But they gotta get. I I, I don't want just, and I know I, I know you said this, Jose, that you know even if you brought in a couple solid guys at wide receiver, I don't even just want that. We like B said, we need a true number one wide receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Let's make it so that we can't. You know, because they think we make excuses for Lamar. So let's make it so this roundtable can't make excuses for Lamar. You put as much talent around him. You give him a number one guy. You got one of the top three to five tight ends already, right? You put some a solid running game. You put 
more talent around him. And if he doesn't produce with that, then we could say, all right, maybe Lamar ain't he maybe he ain't it like some of y'all trying to say already. But you can't say that without putting the talent around him. As I've been saying, you, you can't keep putting 87 unleaded gas in the Ferrari. You just can't do it. <laughs> that, those engines can't handle that. That's yeah. not built for that. So you 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 gotta build around this guy and then shut us up or shut him up or shut whoever up. Right. But you gotta let him prove that he can play with, with that type of talent. I need a true number one. I don't even want to say I seen people say Mikel Hartman. If he's gonna come in and be a, a two, three. I'm cool with that. But I can't. I don't. I see Lazard. Those guys can't come in here and be one. Right. No. I need. Lazard. I need a true number one here, right. and I'll be happy with that. Lazard ain't even as good as the dude from North Dakota State that came in as a rookie. <laughs> nah, both of them. Both of them better than Lazard. The other one, yeah, Dobbs too. Dobbs, Dobbs, yeah. Dobbs, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of receivers, and it, this was a debate somewhere. I remember I heard it. Let's just say, say Bateman was with the Bengals. Okay. What receiver would he be? One, two, three, or four? Three, Obviously three. not one, so I ain't gonna even go there. Three, three, four. I, I personally think he'd be four. Yeah, I think that's that he's I think Tyler. Boy, yeah, I think he's behind Tyler. Yeah, I think and, he's and, that's, and that's and that's what we that that's what we've put gave Lamar to work with and expected him yeah. to be a number one. Exactly that, and that's yeah. what we gave Lamar yeah. to work yeah. with. We, you know, Tyler, and I see everybody in the chat saying three and four. Yeah. Which is kind of in line with what we're saying. So now you're taking, you're asking a guy to go out there and win games with on the normal team would be a two, and on a good team would be a three or a four. Come on. And then now people we'll, wonder why um, Philly, Philly, you know, Philly lead the league in rushing. Mm-hmm. But they also got two, almost 2,000 yard receivers. So two things can be, can, can happen. It can be done. It can two be things done. can happen. And to Mike's point, you know, there's a guy. Uh, right now, who has a real number one receiver, a really, <laughs> really good number two receiver, uh, top three tight end, and arguably the best running back in the league, and he's a seventh-round rookie. Yep. And everybody talking about Brock Purdy, like he's the next big thing. Why can't Lamar have even a piece of that? Right. 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 And, yeah. and that's why I said what I said about trying to find pull somebody out of, out of Shannon, under Shannon, uh, Shanahan's tree mm-hmm. because their designs are nuts. And you don't have to have your quarterback running the ball for what they do. You mean you mean the real run game guru, not yeah. not Roman. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 I saw somebody on Twitter saying, "How can you be a run game guru and your starting running back is pissed off at you?" <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was his I mean, problem. Yeah, they, they, you know they, they the running backs had twenty five carries. Like they needed at least thirty five carries, in my opinion, total. Right at to least. to to, and that's just the running backs. I know we had about thirty five total as a team, but the running backs should have ran the ball thirty five times. They had twenty five between them. The guys we talking about, yeah, twenty five. That's they, that's they the another team. Had at least twenty apiece. Exactly. That's the number one thing that got exposed throughout this whole time Lamar ha- has missed games is that he doesn't have a run game. His run game is Lamar. When Lamar's not playing, even with Tyler Huntley, he don't feel comfortable running the ball. He don't feel comfortable running the ball with Huntley. He don't feel comfortable running the ball with his running backs. Right? I understand. You know, we I thought early on that it was just J.K. Dobbins is on the pitch count because he had this injury. They were coming back slowly. Mm-hmm. But what's the excuse for Gus Edwards? 
Right. Right. Um, it's just that you don't really have plays like that drawn up for your running backs. Your plays feed off of your quarterback. And when Lamar's not in there, you don't feel comfortable running those plays. That's why that's why when we get down to the red zone, you're thinking, well, you know, everything's working. Keep keep it up. That's when he starts doubting himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, you know, he's he's not even a run game coordinator. He's just 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 Harbaugh's just, friend. He's just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a guy. Um, lastly, lastly, last topic. Oh, no, I'm, it's, yeah, my ear itching. I'm trying not to. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was getting ready for something. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> just going forward overall, what do you think on the season? Just, you know, one positive, one negative on the season from everybody. Jose? Uh, positive is I, uh, I'll say the defense, right? Uh, even though I didn't like trading for Roquan Smith or signing him to that huge deal, Roquan Smith changes the uh, the attitude in that locker room on that side of the ball. So, even next year, like I said, we got to do more with less. We we will with mm-hmm. Roquan, uh, you know, and we have enough talent there with uh, Marcus Williams and and, and Kyle Hamilton and and Queen in that number two spot, mm-hmm. you know, I think the defense is going to be just fine. So that's that's the one positive. I think they can keep playing the way that they they, they finished out the season uh, going into next year. And the negative is everything else. <laughs> I mean, they handled everything else poorly. Uh, Lamar should have been – it should have been Mahomes and Lamar uh, in a conversation for MVP. It should, it should be that conversation every single year. Mm-hmm. And – they just they sabotaged him, right? Somebody asked a question earlier in the chat. Uh, do we feel that you know this this staff uh, purposely gave him uh, less to work with to, to bring down his value, right? Um, yeah, I feel I feel like they did, right? Because we you know you hear everybody on on Twitter and, and mainstream media and stuff like that saying, hey, "Oh, Lamar's holding out," right? Lamar's holding out. Um, if if we can if we can make that assumption about Lamar, we can make that assumption about the team, right? If we can assume that Lamar is, is just playing hardball, he could have played, and that's why he didn't want he didn't want to go out there, then we can make the assumption that this team uh purposely held back to try to bring down his value because they just didn't want they just didn't want to pay him. Right. So yeah, yeah, I, I I think part of it is they wanted to show that they didn't actually need Lamar. They can win without Lamar. Which is why last I think yesterday was big for everybody you know involved. Had mm-hmm. they won that game, they, they could have you know kind of stood on that on, on that on that 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 uh pedestal a little bit more, but they didn't, you know. And and everything that we've been talking about uh this season are, are the reasons why they didn't win the game. Right. I I, I just want to say one thing, so Michael and, and our buddy in there co-signing what he said. Um, Michael said something about, you know, look how look at the teams who mortgaged or spent a whole bunch on getting a number one and they're not doing well. Are you talking about the Buffalo Bills who <laughs> gave, who gave up to get digs? Are you talking about Philly. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles who gave up to give AJ Brown? Are, are you the Rams? Are you talking about the Rams? Are, are, you, Super Bowl? are, are you talking about um, even the Cardinals who? You know, we do know D how missed six games this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when he got back, his quarterback killed. got injured. Yeah, I think so, they played two games together. Yeah. Maybe so, three. 
I, I think the ones that spent a little bit to get number one receivers, it, it's worked out. I and think then, that's why. I think under pressure says he's talking about Miami and Arizona, but they had quarterback issues. Yeah, Miami Both. was in the playoffs yeah. and almost beat Buffalo with their third, yeah. third. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you saw the and numbers. Why is, why is you, that? Who did they saw, have on their team? You, you saw how they put Tyree up. Tyreek Hill? <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I was about to say, you saw how the Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle put up uh, crazy numbers up. and they made Tua because all of y'all in this chat was saying Tua was washed up and he was whack until this year. So I just wanted to, wanted to discuss some of that. But y'all, y'all, y'all got to be real sometimes, man. Like, <laughs> and, and, and people, people keep making these kind of arguments like this. Oh, look, at, you know, they spent that and they're not doing well. Oh, the brand's mortgage, their future you build. What's Baltimore doing with the way you're, you're handling your business? Are you winning? Or are you going to the playoffs and getting embarrassed every year? Right. I mean, you, you got to spend. It, man. It's going to be an up and a down in every argument. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta spend the win. You yeah. gotta spend the win, and that's just that's just what it takes. But anyway, um, my my positive man, look, ultimately this team, um, all things considered, right? They they had the grit of a team that was was scary enough for uh, teams to not want to play them. Like honestly, I think the Bengals ain't want to see them. That was a bad draw for the Bengals, and. Uh, if eight was in that game, mm. it, they definitely they wouldn't lost. have wanted that draw, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't get blown out once this year. Of course, we blown, we blew a few leads, um, and we can see who we put that on. Um, you know, a lot of, we think coaching had had their their uh, their hand in on that. But I think this team, with the scraps that they had out there, <laughs> I think together they they were a gritty bunch. So I give them props from that. Um, the negative man is I, I'm I'm highly disappointed in in the front office and the coaching staff and how they handled this situation with Lamar. Um, Lamar, I I don't I don't agree much with Jason Lockenfor, but he's local and he has a local show here, and I listen. And he said the Ravens had a da- a diamond and they chose not to polish it, mm. and. They they chose not to polish that diamond and take care of it. And um, that put me in mind of, you know, all these other situations. Josh Allen, the Bills took care of him ahead of time, right? Uh, Even the Cardinals took care of Kyler Murray way ahead of time, right? we like to play games with these contracts and it's going to quite possibly bite us in the ass, right? We should have taken care of Lamar in 2020 where he was eligible for an extension. Yeah. We wouldn't Before even Before this here. guaranteed money issue was, yeah. was up. We wouldn't have been here if they would have taken care of him like you're supposed to take care of a, a elite franchise quarterback. That that What you showed that supposedly from Bashadi. If he felt that way, they should have took care of him two years ago. Yeah, that's how. That's why I don't know if it's true. That's because I could. I can't find it, so it may or may not be true. What what I put up there. And even if it is true, like, like my thing, I don't want to hear that from you now. You yeah. could have been had had Lamar signed. Yep. You take mm-hmm. care of that, and we and we for some reason didn't show support for this kid. Um, 
even when the media and everybody else was coming down on him, uh, Mike Preston's punk ass, you know, <laughs> spreading certain narrative about uh, Lamar being lazy and he not getting treatment, but everybody else saying he is. But no coaches came in, came out and said that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, even this situation this past couple of weeks with with the tweet that eventually came out from Lamar, when that could have simply been crushed by Harb saying Lamar is working, he's just not healthy enough right now. We hoping we we holding out hope that he that he could play, but right now he's just not healthy, right? And and when he's healthy, we know he'll play. He got up there and said, "I don't know what's going on. I don't have any more updates. I I just I'm here. I'm coaching the guys that's here, and just as a whole, man, it just was disappointing on how this organization morphed into the the, the organization that's 95 south from here, um, the Washington Football Club, Commanders, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, they look better than us as a front office." right now and that's hard to do because we know how they how they handle stuff over there so um yeah man that's my negative man i'm 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 really really disappointed in how this organization handled this year handled their elite quarterback and uh it might hurt us man chris you're positive and negative uh, i'm gonna start with the negative first um and it's just the way that John Harbaugh has handled injuries, period. You know, he's this isn't, you know, his first year handling injuries. You know, we went through this with Bashar Perriman, where you put mm-hmm. pressure on a player and you're like, yeah, he should be back soon. And it's like, hey, just go go the Bill Belichick route. You know, like, don't give any updates. You know, we don't need to know. The media doesn't need to know. And then he did the same thing with Ronnie, where he kind of threw him under the bus a little bit this year where he's like well you know our staff you know thinks he's he's good you know we're just waiting on ronnie why say that to the public like why are you doing that to to your guys you know and this whole thing with lamar like i said don't put expectations on him you know don't put these these you know delusions of grandeur that you may have and then you put it on the player and then the player is the one that's getting you know it's snowballing onto him and now he's lazy. Now he's not showing up for treatment. Now he's this, he's that. Right. When you could have just put all of this to bed right away. You know, so that that's that's one of the things that ticks me off because you've been a coach for almost two decades on this professional football team. And you still don't know how to navigate the waters of injuries and dealing with the media when it comes to that. And that ultimately goes on to your players, making them look bad. So that's something I didn't I didn't like. I still don't like the way he handles it. Um, positive um, was the offensive line. I thought the offensive line came together. I thought it was going to be a mess. I'm not even going to lie. I thought if you would have told me Ben Powers was going to be the left guard during training camp, I would have been like, damn, it's going to be a long season. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I thought they, they performed well for the most part. They weren't, you know, they weren't the Cowboys of the 90s, but – I thought they performed well when you think about Ronnie not being in and then him coming back. And then, you know, you kind of had a revolving door a little bit on a, the right tackle side when they had to flip uh, Fala Lele over to the left side. And then you have Makari in. 
So I thought they they did well for for the most part. So, oh, your positive is O line. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, your positive is O line. Quick question: how, how do you feel, like uh, Chris, uh, Chris and Coach particularly? Like you guys study film a lot. How do you feel about Falele moving forward? I like, um, I like I like him in the run game. Is he he his his weakness is pass pro, and I like that, him that's that's right where time. that's where the the JJ Watts reside. Is yeah. so you know his issue is pass pro, and he he got to get he got to get nimbler. I know it's not a word. He got to get lighter on his feet. Yeah. He's too heavy foot. In the run game, he'd be good. But he got to get, you know, because we're in a division with T.J. Watt, and we got to deal with him. So the right tackle got to be able to deal with T.J. Watt. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if there's – I I would love for it to be him because he's young, and he could be there for three or four years without, you know, just solidify that spot. But he got he has to get better. He has to get better. It's set up for him to be good because Moses, what, a two-year deal on Moses, if that? It was, a, it was a three-year deal. What, three to play two probably. So it's set up for him to take that spot, but he has to take it. The same, and I think it was set up for Ben Powers. I mean, Ben Cleveland to take it, and he blew it by, I think, not showing up on time and then taking a couple of weeks to pass the, the um, conditioning test. Conditioning test. Which does anybody else have a, a conditioning test? Because I was they, the only one I hear about. They do, but they're not as stringent as ours. We have the most difficult strength and conditioning tests in the yeah. league for some for some apparent reason. I wonder if that contributes to the injuries too. Hmm. Hmm. Some, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, who next? Uh, Hendo. I mean, Chris stole my, my points. So <laughs> I'm going to make it real. No, you good. You good. I'm going to make mine real quick. Um, my positive for the season is I think for the media and Ravens flock, we finally have had John Harbaugh exposed as being the mediocre coach that he is. Um. He can no longer hide behind, oh, well, we did this with a Super Bowl 10 years ago. We've been to the playoffs this many times. It's amazing to me that when Hollywood left, everybody had so much to say about Hollywood and how he turned on the team and he left. But if you look at it, all these offensive players that keep leaving this team or, or have production with this team, they want to leave. they like, uh, I can't get out. Orlando Brown Jr., Hollywood, like even DJ, he like, look, y'all play too many games. You're not trying to win. So I'm out. Um that my negative would be it took five years of Lamar Jackson's career for us to figure this shit out. Mm. That's my negative. We wasted his years in well, let's wait to see if these guys develop and they can play on his level or they can match his intensity on the field. That's what they've been saying. Everybody's been like, hey, run game defense. That's what we're known for. We get in the playoffs. Where's the run game? We don't run the ball. We should have learned from that Tennessee game. We need to run our running backs. That's our strength. You say. Every offseason, we want to be a run-dominant team. We want to be historically the best-run team in the NFL. But when we get to the playoffs, no matter how well our running backs are doing, we want to pass. Mm. It's like Greg Roman is like, oh, shit, we in prime time and all eyes on me. I'm going to show you all I'm better than uh, Shanahan. Watch what I do. Watch what I do with this fullback. And it backfires on us. So I think you know people are finally starting to see we, we aren't what we say we are because – we are Super Bowl contenders every year. We're playoff contenders, but as far as the Super Bowl goals, we ain't been close. B? Um, I guess I would say the positive from this season is Patrick Queen kind of turning things around and, and coming in. <laughs> 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 <Doing it wrong. laughs> I would say the, the negative uh, is obviously, I mean, for this is for the Ravens. 
uh, that Lamar is going to be a Carolina Panther next year. <laughs> <laughs> and and like Hendo said, it took you five years to maybe figure this out, and it's too late. Mm-hmm. So my my positive was Queen. The I already kind of had faith in him, and he played okay. But once Roquan got here, he turned the freak up, like for real, turned up and played like we wish he had been playing the whole time. Let, let's give him, let's give him all his credit, Coach. You know me, you've been capping for, for Queen. He started playing better before Roquan got. He did. Okay, well let's look yeah, the that's, word. Let's look the That's consistent. why he was my positive, Mike, because yeah. it started before Roquan, and he everybody started. just saying Roquan unlocked him and all that. Yeah, no. He, well, let's put consistent, consistency in there since Roquan came. Was, let's he, use that he word. He was playing better before yeah. Roquan yeah. got here. I, I think he got a stretch of what. Started with that Bengals game, ten game, ten, 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 eleven games where he been he been fairly consistent. He's 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 had a few hiccups in in that in that run, but he, he been he. How many games? How long Roquan been here? The New Orleans game, the New, the so, Saints game was his first game. So that was what? That's how many oh, games? No, ago? I'm not sure what that's, week. Uh, I just know one, two, that's because that was the one I went. The one I got a chance to go to. I know the Saints game was his first game. Ten. Ten games. So, 10. so, so, Roquan been here ten games. So, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Queen had a good thirteen, fourteen game stretch where he he was looking all right, like he mm-hmm. he it turned around for him, and then Roquan coming in just kind of, you know that he, he they showed that Roquan coming in just showed on the defensive side when you got a you you got a good partner next to you. What it does for you, just like mm-hmm. it was showing the offensive side. If we get some, some, some dogs on that side, right? I believe it's scoring points. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think that's that's how you negate a team. Like, like, like let's talk about the Bengals for one quick second. Let's how, how you negate them is by getting like because we're gonna lose some some defensive pieces. It's just the nature of the beast. We, mm-hmm. we got a good core there, but we're gonna lose some defensive pieces. The way mm-hmm. you negate that is get being able to score with them, and then we play situational defense. Mm-hmm. We, you don't have that's do how much pressure it is to shut down. Like, we did a great job of shutting them down. Joe had like 203 yards, they had like 45 rushing yards. That was a great job by the defense. I couldn't ask them to to put a better effort out other than getting maybe two or three more turnovers. But it's as smart. far as the yardage, the yardage, they did a great, had a great plan. Uh, J Mar had nine catches. Any other game, J Mar had nine catches. He's gonna have 125, 150, 200. He only had like 85, yeah, 84 yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, the, the plan and the execution of the plan was 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 stellar last night, in my opinion. And the reason I even had faith in us winning the game was the demeanor and the the attitude that I start seeing throughout the week from Roquan and Queen. That's when I started to change my thoughts. Like, bro, we could win this damn game. And that's kind of mm-hmm. why, I, like, going into Sunday, I was like, we got a shot because I I just see the way they talking. They ain't. They ain't Kevin. They, you know, the Bengals were doing all that talking about we gonna see and all that. And Queen and Roquan was like, "Okay, see you Sunday." Yeah. What? What? No talking. Okay. See you Sunday. And and they set the tone last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They set the tone last week that we finna bust y'all in y'all face and see if y'all can handle it. Mm-hmm. See if y'all can handle it. Even even Worley was a part of it. Worley hit board in, in the ribs and board didn't get up till after the TV timeout. Yeah. It, it almost felt that's where all the complaining came from. Oh, they were playing dirty. It was like they didn't want to get hit. It was right. like because it was a meaningless game for them, it's like, oh, they shouldn't be out here hitting like this. And it's like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> we out here to play. We're going to see y'all next week. 
and they came with it. And I think a lot of that had – I think it's more so Roquan and his attitude than mm-hmm. coaching. Of course. So and, – and, and and I will give Mike a little bit of, a little bit of slack with it being his first year. So he technically was a rookie too, but I expect him with what he has on defense, the groceries, to be a lot better next year. To be a lot mm-hmm. no, to be a lot more consistent next year. Mm-hmm. Cause the 14 picks started to play like a 14 pick toward the end. Then you get your other first round pick that you should have not even had on the team or job for a whole year. So he's gonna get more groceries in his bag. So he needs he, you know, is he won't 17 games need defense need to be lights out unless somebody get hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm at with. Anybody else want to add to and wrap this thing on up? I'm 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 just trying not to look at this these comments. I know, I know we all itching. We all want to. You talking about the Tampa Bay wide receiver court at what a Super Bowl? <laughs> you talking about that? Yo, comment on one game. <laughs> what your wide receivers do that one game? The last game. Man, how that forty-five-year-old quarterback looking? <laughs> that one. That one Super Bowl two years ago. Right. Yeah. Somebody said you put Duvernay and Prochet on any other team, they stars. Nobody said that. They ain't nobody that stupid in this show. uh, What is it, Mike Sowers or whatever? Yeah, Yeah, he did. You know, I I think we got it. I think we got a rock and and Chen Wu situation. Listen, listen. I'm not going to allow it. I do know that inside joke. I know that inside joke. (laughs) I'm not going to, yes, yes. I'm not going to allow anybody to mention any other wide receiver other than Prochet. Because they were on Prochet heavy, heavy <laughs> this offseason. I was starting the season. I was. And yeah, but but you were always more realistic than than some of these people were. Right? <laughs> Look you, at my you, man you, Chibu. <laughs> Chibu, I'm not. You said, huh? <laughs> Chibu, man. I, so what did I do? I love you, Chibu. I love you. Great time to come in, Chibu. <laughs> Like they're, they're in here arguing about, oh, look at the tape. What are these guys doing? They're scoring six points. Like the Ravens have done anything in the playoffs the last five years <laughs> with 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 one of the best quarterbacks in the league. What are y'all talking hey, about? Hey, but no, real talk, real talk. Um, you got you got Michael Siles in there. You got Isle Horace, who you know. I mean, this is this is this is this is this is what he does, right? But it's, instead of asking asking coach to drop the link. Um, you know, you got a channel, you know what I'm saying? Plug your channel, you start your own round table, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We'll come on. The the right, right. Well, you know, we we travel in a pack though, you know. Right, so right, I know right. know you was coming at my man Chris. We travel in packs. And I, I know you're trying you, you trying to get some attention, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? He wasn't you, coming you at me, he's too busy flirting <laughs> with Michael in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like don't get so emotional over our opinions. Like, I mean, look, you argue all year about Prochet. Where we at right now, right? You you still making excuses? Don't make excuses. Just say, hey, I was wrong about Prochet. Keep it moving, right? And that's what um, I did. That's exactly yeah. what I did. I because I'm st- I still like the kid, but I was wrong. Yeah. I, I like everybody that's that, that's that's in a Ravens uniform. I root for everybody, right? But if they can't, if they're not doing well, they're not doing well. That's why I asked Coach and Chris about about Owe for next year because he's gonna be on the team. I want him to do really well. I want him to break out, right? Mm-hmm. I want Ojabo to break out. Like I don't want us to have to keep saying, man, we gotta go get another edge rusher. You know, we gotta go get another corner. We gotta go get this. I just want these guys to do well. But they're not doing well. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to y'all. You, you can go, there's plenty of channels that can go out there and lie to y'all about this. This ain't the channel. And our channels ain't the channel either. Uh, 
It is what it is, man. Good Thank luck you with your channel, man. Good luck. Right. Thank you for coming every week. We see you every week. We appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate don't go, appreciate don't go live. Appreciate I will be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Do not go live. <laughs> oh man! Hey, with that being said, man. Hey, we'll we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yes, we we'll be will. Back. We'll be back Monday. I already got some things that I'm thinking about, and we'll collaborate on. On Monday, so we'll be back Monday to um, you know, talk about what we saw the weekend before and talk about our Ravens. Man, this is this has been fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate everybody for coming through. Um, uh, the, the good thing about it is it's conversation, it's conversation, even even with uh, I have towards it's still it's conversation, and we none of us get paid by the Ravens, so this is all our opinion or Panthers, yeah. this is all our opinion, and everybody, all 16 billion people in the world, however many it is, got an opinion. And it's it's can you it, uh, can you talk about your opinion in a manner where it's not toxic? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what these six guys because our, our this thing started on disagreement over mm-hmm. Proche. Mm-hmm. but look how it's evolved to to what it is now. So I just I think I got five other like man like minded guys on here with me, and we just don't roll it like that, man. That's and that's that is what it is. That is what Yo. it is. I didn't know I horse inspired you, Hendo. That's incredible. <laughs> you ain't supposed to read that out loud, B. Hey, you know what? I, w- I will say this for him. I will say this for him. That's not gonna persistent, man. He ain't backed off nothing yet. Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you I, know, I, it's I, like this stupid is a stupid does, right? <laughs> 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 all all love. Wait a minute, you inspired me to do what? He, he, uh, it's all love, man. It's all. Oh no, love, I was listen. I was subscribed to the channel. I ain't gonna hold that, yo. But yeah. this, you inspired me to do what? It's a, it's a, it's all love. Uh, I've tours and Michael Sowers, man. Look, yeah. we appreciate y'all. I, and I think I've never seen Mike in here, so I appreciate you for coming through, Mike. I've, I, that's, that's I can't recall saying, you being in here. So if this is your first time through, I appreciate it. Right, and hit that subscribe because we hit, disagree. Hit because we disagree, don't not come back. Right, don't not come back. Because at one point we're gonna say something that we agree on, and we then we're gonna see how right. it go from there. But again, subscribe, um, man. Subscribe hey, yeah. to all our channels. Like, comment, subscribe. It's 222 people in here. I don't know how many likes we got. I know it's over 100, but I can't see the number. Uh hit that like button before you get out. Uh make sure you subscribe to this channel. I think I let me tell y'all this. Look at me. Everybody else look at me. I am so proud of the video I did today on Morse Italy about Trevor Lawrence. And it ain't about the Ravens. I know it's a Ravens channel. But I busted my butt on that video, and I like the way it came out. So y'all need to go over to Morris the Tally and look at the video. Uh, it's called Good Trail versus Bad Trail. And I was proud of putting that thing together and producing it and whatever I did to go with it. So Good subscribe video. to that channel. Subscribe to this one. Catch me on IG and TikTok at Sith Tally Films and on Twitter at Coach Evans 9 Hendo, where can they find you? You can find me on Ravens Online on Gatekeepers. Every Thursday and every Sunday doing a live stream. You can also find me every Friday at noon with my man, Mr. Galloway, on electric relaxation with Mr. Galloway. Apparently, you can find me on the beginning of I've Horror Taurus's channel <laughs> because I made a comment and my channel came right after I saw him. Not to, not you, Coach. Not you, Mike. Not you, Lunch Break Hot Take. But after I saw him, that's when I decided I wanted to start a channel. <laughs> he said that guy right there that one right there I'm his inspiration 
<laughs> Mike. <laughs> hey, he said you, he say you still, he say you still the homie. But does it, I mean, it's cool because it's the problem. I don't take this shit personal. You have your opinion. They have their opinion. Y'all want to make this something that is not. Mm-hmm. Once again, my opinion. I don't say I'm right. I don't say I'm wrong. I'm just saying it's my opinion. But if you feel like you inspired me, you take that with you. You ride with that homie. It is what it is. Thanks I, for I the I want everybody's right. channel to blow up. Right. Yes, Thanks everybody, for the inspiration. Everybody. I want everybody's channel to blow up. 100%. This is going to start a chain reaction for, for other people. Exactly. He, now, Thanks. now that I will agree with him. He just said it's entertainment. It's entertainment. That, that is exactly what it is. We yeah. are, it's entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I hit you first. No, no. no he is go, go ahead, Chris. Um, You can find me on Twitter. Chris is joking. Um, You can find me on the Deep Cover podcast. Uh, we're gonna be dropping some draft stuff. Um, that I'll be consistent with. Um, <laughs> you know, in the season stuff, you know, it's a little iffy on in the season, but the draft stuff, uh, we're gonna be consistent and, and we'll be coming at you with some draft stuff. All right, LBHT. All right, man. Lunch break hot take. You can find our show every Wednesday night at 7 15 p.m. Eastern time, followed up by the overtime show, which happens right afterwards. Uh to get access to that, just sign up to patreon.com slash LBHT show. And also, Ring Kings podcast. That's the show that we do with our brother, OTR Mike. It's a boxing uh, boxing channel, uh, Ring Kings podcast. You can check it out. Uh, we just dropped the episode. Um, we're doing some, some movie reviews, some boxing movie reviews. Uh, we had a very good one on Kasim the, Dream. Kasim the Dream. If you don't know who Kasim uh, the Dream uh, was, is it uh, Uma? Kasim the Dream Uma. Yes, a former a former um, Uganda child soldier who defected to the U.S. and and uh, became a pro boxer. Very good documentary. We did that with our friend Ferris. So go over there and check that out. Um, and yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and TikTok at LBHT Show. Me? Uh, yeah, I mean, also you know, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and all that at Ring Kings Pod. Yes, and I just want to say, you know. I, we don't know exactly what we're going to be doing for the off season uh, with this roundtable just yet. So I just want to take the the moment to thank you know all the the Ravens fans and thank Coach and everybody here for having me on, even though I'm not a Baltimore Ravens fan. You know, welcoming me here and and, and let me be part of the roundtable. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that, yes, thank I, you, Coach. I wanted that outside presence in here because mm-hmm. at times we can be homers and outside people can see stuff different. So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of why B's here. Even though I know people complain saying he's a Panthers fan, but he's here to be that Who extra boy. Now you know how to take time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Because you know, this is a Raven show, and they be like, why we got a Panthers fan on yeah. They didn't necessarily complain. I use <laughs> but um man, it's it's, it's been a it's been a season. Mm-hmm. That's it, right. I, all I can say is it's been a season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate everybody for coming through. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you um, like and follow everybody's channel because, you know, the last game was yesterday, but, you know, obviously the week after, it still got stuff to be hashed out. So go, you know, because everything oh, that don't you forget, heard, oh, Don't forget OTR Mike. Open mic with OTR um, Mike. Oh, man. No. I skip Mike. That's all good, you know. That's my bad. I usually plug my stuff. Hey, it's all good. No, man. Look, I was gonna sit here quiet. Like they see, they see me before. Now it's all good. Go ahead, Mike. As you know, I'm OTR Mike, host of Open Mic 
with yours truly. Uh, as I like to say, that's the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. I've tours. Come on, Joe. Chill. chill <laughs> yeah, I'm showing you love up here. Chill, G. Like, you know, I'm showing you love. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, it's a little, a little different in sports, even though I got a few uh, sports-based topics, but I try to spin it a little different um, and hopefully give you guys a side of these gentlemen that you see up here that you typically don't see, uh, as you'll see probably in a week when I got an episode with Coach Evans um, coming out, and it's really, really dope. The topic we touched on uh, was fire. So if you haven't uh, subscribed already, man, go over there, subscribe to your boy, help me get my, you know, likes up, you know, help me get in the face of some more people. I already appreciate a bunch of y'all who already support the show. So thank you. Um, and then, you know, as Jose said, you know, I am one third of the famous, almost famous Ring Kings podcast. Uh, if you want your boxing fix, man, go over there and check it out. It's the start of a new year. So we're excited because hopefully we get some good fights coming on this this year and, and you'll see uh, us do our live stream thing and all of the above. So, man, salute to everybody that's checking that's checked us out weekly. I I, I didn't even tell you this. Ran into some lady uh, who had a screenshot of this of the round table. Oh, really? oh, a coworker, okay. a coworker, and was like, "Yeah, my husband was watching this. Is that you?" <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's 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 me. And she was that's like, "Wow, I didn't know that." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we do our thing." So, uh, shout out to him if he's watching. Um, and, you know, to his wife, if I don't come to work tomorrow, you didn't see me here at all. <laughs> so salute. Salute to all of y'all, man, that's been checking us out weekly. And that includes you, too, I have doors. We, we love you. Chin Wu, my man. We we love you, too. And what my man, Big Chin Red? Wu, we love y'all. Big Red. Big Red. Shout out to Big Red. And let, I'll close on this. The, the most interesting thing from this season for me was going to the Saints game and people recognizing who I was and wanting to take a picture with me. That was That's dope. so cool mm-hmm. for the couple of people that, that did it for me. I was like, that made my year just to, for people to, to re, re, recognize me and want to take a picture with me and want to have a conversation that I was, you know, that was different. That was different. Mm-hmm. That was different. And so I'm thankful for, for everything and everybody. And, um, <laughs> Anybody got an aunties? <laughs> hey man, cut it out. This ain't a uh, this ain't a internet dating <laughs> <Right>. site. <laughs> hey, but we out, man. We out. It's, it's two out. We out. Reg? No, I think Reg probably watching the game or sleep or playing college. Reg was in. He was in. No, he's right no, he was Where? He just commented. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There he is. I see him. The... Hey, like the Cam Newton say, thumb up and one feet. Big Reg. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll Ray. see y'all. We'll see y'all throughout the week, man. Don't forget. Um, uh, well, I don't know what Hendo's schedule is because we ain't got the preview show. Thursday, Hendo, Hendo, going to be on tomorrow night on uh, Steel Conspiracy Yo, podcast on Suge Knight three two three. There it is. Why not? Tomorrow night, Steel Conspiracy with Suge. Yeah, that's where you get Hendo at. You get LBHT their show uh, Wednesday at seven fifteen. Mike dropped the. Did you drop the episode today, Mike? Uh, I'm, it's, I'm, it's dropping it. yeah, I'm dropping it. Yeah, a little late. We get, it's, we getting it out. It's, there. Co- it's coming out. It's coming okay. out. Just, just keep the episode coming out. This and won't Chris. be the episode with 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 Coach Evans. I'm gonna hold that till next week, but you'll get that. 
Hey, yeah. Big Reg, I need your address, bro. I need you to hit me up on Twitter and give me your address for your prize. Because we pulling up, Big Reg. <laughs> Six deep. <laughs> and, and Chris, um, y'all doing an episode this week? Uh, yeah, we are. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. That, take sure. that out and then go to Chris's individual stuff for the draft stuff, too. Um, we have, you know, I know it's in May, but you'll see all us plus a few more for the draft, too. Mm-hmm. All us plus two more that I'm trying to talk into, which I think I can talk them into. For the draft, too. One's already committed, but you know, I, I, I need to get both of them. And basically, it's the deep cover guys. It's Carrie and, and, and Mike. <laughs> I'll make sure they, they pull up. I'll make gotcha, sure. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Even if you got to put them in the trunk and drive up, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, that's it for this week. We'll see y'all next Monday and throughout the week on other pages. Uh, thank you, TM, for, for joining. Appreciate your big reg. And, and we, we out. We out. Like, comment, subscribe, share, all that.